would be an ecumenical matter. Hello and welcome to Ecumenical Matters, the Father Ted podcast. We're up to episode 19 now, season 3, episode 3. Uh, speed three, so a lot of threes in there. Uh, it's uh, the episode with Pat Mustard and the party of the speed episode, uh, and I'm here in the Causeway Cafe. And actually, I'll let you introduce yourself. So I'll start with you, David. Do you want to, David Doherty Jeb? David Doherty. Yes, my name's David Doherty Jeb. I am a stand-up comedian for the past year. Um, I run a comedy night called Titters and Ask, which is upstairs in the Duke of York, um, in the Cathedral Quarter here in Belfast. And I also work with my husband here in our we're, we're hosting it today in the Co- Alan's Causeway Cafe uh, on the Donegal Road. Lovely. Uh, just, just off Shaftesbury Square for yeah. those who really want a good fry. Well, oh, good fry. Plug um, ended. Yeah, <laughs> good fry, good, good seats with good cushions that are shipped like dead cats. Dead cats. <laughs> sure. They are dead cats, they're not just shipped like dead cats. Oh, they, oh, they actually are. <laughs> yeah, like, down, yeah. Proper taxi there, mate. Yes, exactly, they don't smell. Smell great. Oh, great. <laughs> Probably uh, procured. <laughs> yes, perfume dead kittens. And, and also, we have Victoria Armstrong. Uh, if you want to introduce yourself there, Victoria. Thanks, James. I'm Victoria Armstrong. Victoria E. Armstrong is my stage name. And I've been in comedy now for four years. Started off doing stand up and then started with my own events and have moved on to Murder Mystery Nights on the Barge, the Belfast Barge there. Uh, I'm also doing my first ever one woman show for Belly Last Festival this year um, on the 4th of October, if I can give that a shameless plug. Um, it's called Frigid and it is a roundabout way of telling everybody how I lost my virginity to a fridge freezer. <laughs> so yes, that should be a chilling night of, a, of thrills. Um, and we're also running events that whole week on the barge. We've got another one woman show from the lovely Sarah Jade Davison. Yes. We've got the two Terrys. Terry McHugh, Terry McKees on Wednesday the 5th and we have a comedy music night on the Belfast Barge um, with the Inappropriates headlining and their their songs are very appropriate um, for our comedy nights and then we have a murder mystery night and it's going to be mafia themed um, we've titled it uh, Say Hello to My Little Friend. Scarface, yeah. And then they always have to be innuendos, that's the sort of humour. So if you don't oh, like okay, cool, cool. rude jokes, then it's not for you. And then we wrap up the week. We start the week actually on Sunday the 2nd, and we wrap up the week on Sunday the 9th with laughter yoga session. Take them out by myself, and that's for the families, young children. There's no rude, there's no humour needed to answer. <laughs> it's all laughter. <laughs> Exercises from 2 o'clock on the barge from the two Sundays. So. Uh, yes. And you also are part of the Belfast Comedy Writers Sketch uh, show, which will be on? Yes, I've uh, been asked to direct um, uh, the Alton Kraken show. Alton Kraken, yeah. Uh, the worst way town in the world. That's right, you've got the best outside toilet. Best Ru- kept no. outside toilet. Runner up. Runner up, oh, Best sorry. outside toilet in 1987. <laughs> <laughs> 1987, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. Brilliant, yeah. Uh, so that's the sketch was on October 4th. October the 3rd. October 3rd. You're in it. Bloody hell. Yes, and I'm in it as well. <laughs> yeah, it's in it, so. Just take us over to put it in your diary. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I will indeed, yeah. yeah. <laughs> don't I don't think about stuff until like two weeks before it's actually happening. Uh, uh, but uh, we also yeah. want to plug Culture Night, which uh, of course Ecumenical Matters is part of, and it's oh, part yes. of Club Orange's best bits yes. uh, of the festival. So that'll be at uh, quarter, that'll be at 4 p.m. to half five in the Fendereski Gallery. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we're really looking forward to that. Uh, well, it's good to introduce you because I've got quite a bit of uh, parish notes. I know everyone's dying to start uh, getting mm. into uh, Pat Mustard, but I do have a few parish notes that I need to get uh, out of the way. Uh, the first one was that the Rose of Tralee was on this week. Yes. yes. Do you need to watch that? I used to. I love the Rose of Tralee. Like, like, we, um, it used to be a thing in our house. I remember the years where, you know, the girls used to have a tearaway 
skirt. Right. Oh, and yes. then they would. So that was the big dramatic. There was a big dramatic reveal of a tearaway skirt. But then they had to change into their their hard shoe Irish dancing shoes. And right. Then they, like, leaning on leaning on gay to change their shoes. They're on the stage. Really? <laughs> just, I just, just, never watched it. Yeah. Never watched it. It's, 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 it's where the lovely girls. It's where the lovely girls. obviously been. Yes. Yeah. So you get like you have some connection with Ireland. So you might have been like so you get like a Belgian rose, but she was like an au pair for a family in Dublin. Roses actually actually have come along with us on serious note because last year's Rosa Chile was the year before um, mm-hmm. was a member of the LGBT community was right, okay. oh, right. Very good. the reason I brought it up is because my cousin was a Scotland Rose this year was she, yeah. oh, oh, lovely. Oh. yeah so uh, only she, one Rose for the, all of Scotland uh, yeah yeah I guess so I, like I said I don't know how it really works Do you think there'd be a Glasgow one and a Liverpool yeah. one and a you know Manchester one but you get one for all the counties in Ireland and then you'll get like a Texas rose and Alabama yeah. rose yes, and then Canadian rose Canadian rose and then so, well Bonnet did uh, she sang an Etta James song well, that's uh, why she was in because she's obviously Irish yes mm. yes. yes yeah well she's from Oma like so yeah she lives in Scotland yeah but you can have like say you know you're from you're an Alabama rose like your great grandmother might have been Irish and so yes, you can sort yeah, of, there's yeah. always a connection there's always a connection mm. was your cousin Blonnard yes uh, and she, she was great she sang Etta James it was a song I didn't know but uh, she sang wonderfully and oh, uh, she really good she was yeah Blonnard who because I'll probably YouTube this Blonnard Lochran Lochran yeah I will YouTube that because I actually do there is something there's something more innocent about the Rosa Chile yeah, than like, Miss America gla- or yeah it's yeah. more glamorous and sort of uh, Oscar sort of yeah, glamour rather than sort of the tacky yeah exactly yeah exactly <laughs> yeah. Eurovision but it's yeah. really good but, it's like, but, it's, but they are real I know it sounds like they're all real you know, Miss America are real women but they're girls who you might nas- you might yeah. know Yes, exactly. Yes. So, the Sydney Rose, who made a bit, bit of a splash this year by oh. uh, with her repeatedly eight uh, stand. Yes, uh, she okay. did a big article in the Irish Times this week. She mentioned just the backstage uh, things of it and said most of it. Uh, she was uh, sharing Father Ted uh, quotes with her friends <laughs> on the uh, on the backstage. But yeah, it it, it just seems very. Down with this sort of thing. Down with this yeah. sort of thing. Careful now. Careful now. <laughs> Wash uh, my shoes. <laughs> <laughs> Well, she, she was saying, yeah, well, she knew she was going to be going up there and making a stand, and yeah. she was getting a lot of sort of hints, don't make this stand, yes. uh, and then she went up there, uh, she was given sort of, well, we're very disappointed in you, but we're going to keep it in, so she was pretty happy with that. I suppose so. it's, 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 it's RTE, and I suppose Iona Institute yeah. and all that, they would probably have their or in. And <laughs> well, yes, uh, Repeal the 8th, by the way, for uh, people outside of Ireland, is the uh, is a campaign to legalise abortion in the Republic of Ireland. So uh, the eighth amendment of the of the constitution. Funniest Rosa Chile I ever saw was um, the winner one year. So she she it was so many years ago, but I can't remember. So it was this like what she she had what like, so the winner she should have crowned the Rosa Chile that had mm. sung the Rosa Chile or whatever the song goes. Mm-hmm. I can't remember. Um, and yeah. you know whatever you know mm-hmm. um, the Rosa Chile. Oh yes, yes, yes. Yeah. and mm-hmm. the. Um, this week, we'll woman. The song in this week, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, the, the, the um, this wee woman came up to, to to give her a hug to congratulate her, mm-hmm. and she she was obviously doing the oh, I promised myself I wouldn't cry. Yeah. Um, <laughs> doing all of this here, yeah. and this wee woman came up and gave her a big. She was like a typical Irish looking granny with right, these big yes, massive yeah. glasses, big mm-hmm. massive glasses, and as she 
she gave the girl a big hug and she's like, obviously, well done, pet, well done. Yeah. And as she pulled her head away, her glasses got entangled in the Rosa Trilly's hair. While this big hairy man hand kept trying to fix the tiara oh, on yeah. the Rosa Trilly's head. And I was like, yes. Just from off camera or something? Yeah. Just <laughs> off camera. So she's oh, all like, oh, beautiful girl, but like a big pair of like bottle. Big bottle, oh, no. big bottle glasses Goggles, hanging, yeah. hanging out of her hair and this big hairy <laughs> hand. I was like, yes, this, this big her hairy hand <laughs> uh, of it's, a hairy baby. It's, it's, um, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Might have been Pat Mustard. Yeah, yeah uh, enough. But uh, um, the other, one of the other couple of things, uh, the Radio Times, a TV magazine in Britain, mm-hmm. uh, asked for the best sitcoms of the 21st century. Okay. And did you see what one friggin' Mrs. Brown's Boys? Exactly. The I love the fact, right? There's so many I have to say. I knew I'd get my moment one day. Yeah. <laughs> so many people are like, it's a society, this is a society feel, blah, blah, blah. It's not. It's feel good humour. Well, I you, don't disagree with that. Okay, no. Continue. Yeah. But no, I laugh out loud at it. It's a silly slapstick. It's about every day, everybody can relate to it because it's a family life. Yes. And if people do, like your man dresses up in the costumes, and when he comes round, and your woman was trying to do her bikini line and all that, it's feel good stuff. You watch it, you've had a crappy day at work, you've had a crappy week, you stick on Mrs. Brown's boys, and it's just you don't have to think about it. But the thing is, when you look behind the scenes, because obviously now with comedy, I know that, you know, from any show, the amount of work that has to go in behind the yes. scenes. But he travelled for years. That was a stage show. Yeah. So they had time to tweak it, perfect it. Before it even got to TV. So you have to give them credit for that for a start. Right, okay, yeah. Uh, I'm getting goosebumps talking about it. You get passionate. I'm glad you're on here to defend them then, because I'm going to rip through. Was it the best British sitcom ever? Or was uh, it the best 21st century. of the 21st century? But I will say, what else has been on? Right, number two is The Office. It's the Office, right. That's where I would, again, sorry, David, if you want to speak. speak oh, no, no, go your head. Did you obviously, did you obviously more passion. Do you have to yeah. say? Well, that's because I'm directing the up and the crack. Well, he's <laughs> yes. Get another wee plug in there. No, but have, like, The Office is, it's a smaller niche of comedy. It's awkwardness. Yeah. And I've watched it, and I do laugh at anything, really. Yes. You know, I am, you can't say I'm a tough audience or anything. But just never warmed to it. I find I don't like where you is. Well, I watched... Put it out there, it's in the, it's but in the world But he's a now. lovely person. I mean, you read his stuff on Twitter. Oh, gosh, he's yes. He's caring about, you know, the, the guys who shit the lions. Oh, yes. And he puts on some good... So he obviously is a good person, or not a good person. Well, I don't know. He seems like a bit of a bullying person. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. But, but, but he's, he's like one of those people... Like, have you ever, do you ever see him in a lineup? You've got, like, people like Jerry Seinfeld and Louis C.K. And they're all, like... Mm. I can't remember what programme. It was one of... It was, like, a late-night talk show. And Ricky right. Gervais was there. So you had all of these very lauded, very experienced, yeah. famous comedy writers right, who yeah. have done their own sitcoms yes. and things. And he's at the end. And sometimes he's a bit, like... You know, like... The mm. agent at school that they've left sit at the table. Yeah, right. Okay. Do you know? Yes, <laughs> yeah. The class clown and, and he's like, yeah. oh, and he's laughing so much at everything, and you can even see them going, Jay, Jerry. Yeah. Jay, yeah. Jay. yeah. Like Ricky, it's not as. Yeah. It's not. It wasn't as funny as that, Ricky. Yeah, exactly. Really, yeah. It's all right. A big cackly dog. Yeah. Remind me what the third one was. Well, the third one was Peter Kay's car share, which. I didn't think it was that popular, but Mrs. Brown's Boys is undeniably popular, so yes. I, I'm not surprised it came first. But I do think there's stronger, there's stronger contenders, even on the top twenty. So number two was The Office, and that did change sitcom quite significantly mm-hmm. when it came out. Because whether you like it or it not, it has done away with laugh tracks and live studio audiences. Exactly. And yes. Yeah. Like, whereas like and Mrs. Brown's realistic. Boys has a kind of callback to eighties yeah. and nineties yeah. comedy. Well, yes. I, I watched the David Brent <coughs> film the cinema the other night, and it was fucking awful. No, I could, I can't. It was absolutely like. 
I was, I went in there with Ash, who's te- who's uh, teched on the podcast for a couple of times. Uh, he was looking forward to it. He's a big Brent fan, and mm. I don't think either of us laughed the whole time after the first ten minutes or so. Because everybody knows a David Brent, don't they? Well, yeah, maybe that's what makes it funny, but an equal part's it's awkward and not. Yeah, yeah if you work in that environment, yeah, you do sort of run into that type, sort mm-hmm. of type of person. Some of the best comedy is quite tragic. If you think about like, well, P- uh, Peter Kay. <laughs> then the first of uh, three Graham Linehan shows, Count Arthur Strong, which I haven't watched yet. Yeah. Uh, it's the newest one he's done. Okay. Uh, but I didn't realize that it was that popular either. Then five the IT Crowd. I would have thought yes. that would be higher. IT uh, Crowd is very good. Yes. Again, it's a silly, silly humor. Yes, exactly. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, and uh, yeah. And then at number twelve, Black Books, which I would have thought would be higher as well. I would have thought that would have mm-hmm. been higher. Uh, but like the top ten, the thick of it, Gravin and Stacey, Miranda, Raised by Wolves, which is Kate and Moran. Which uh, is very funny. I haven't it's seen very it. Funny. And Outnumbered, which is the family one. Outnumbered is very good. Outnumbered is very clever. Until, yes, yeah. until and the, the kids, children there. Until the kids got to a certain age and you're yeah. like, no, it's not funny. You're a bitch anymore. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you're just cheap, you're not funny. And I mean, the photo's voted, so... Well, exactly, yeah, exactly. Yeah, they got over it, but I, I ha- I'm going to put my... I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm, I'm the con to your pro for Mrs. Brown's boys. Go on, um, I articulate it, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's it. I, um, I don't like it yeah. for the very reasons that you like it mm-hmm. um, because That's I think fair. it's sort of I think it's very lazy joke writing it's, because it's, it's low hanging fruit yes. yeah and you and they'll go for the easy joke and you know sometimes it's a wee bit like it's is it is the joke always based on an old woman who says fuck I just he saw went, one time he, he, swear. he started talk, speaking like a deaf person yeah, well Mrs Brown started speaking like a deaf person <laughs> and oh yeah it's like seriously is that is that I'm, laughing at, you, I'm yeah. not laughing at the joke I'm laughing at you doing it yeah, but, yeah. Um, but no that's, that's the way mothers get on because don't say the word oh yes lesbian, they'll go lesbian aye or she's got yeah do you know what I mean but like, this is when got, like, Mrs Brown couldn't hear the person speaking to her or she, she wanted to ignore what the person was saying oh right. and I was like is, is that really is it Sometimes the obvious joke is a funny joke, and there that's are, why there it's, are that's old why jokes it's in there. there. Yeah, it's as you said, there's loads of work going on, and he has toured around the world. But I think he's so comfortable in it now, and people will accept whatever he says as Mrs. Brown, and they'll go, "There we go, that's really funny because he uh-huh. said it." Well, or as, "Is it funny?" People enjoy it. It's yes. part of the cultural it's conversation, and maybe like does like does comedy kind of reflect? What people want at certain times in history, you know, like, Possibly, right, yeah, like yeah. right now, do people want something where they can just turn it? Because there's so much going, heavy, See, heavy, heavy political topical, you know, yeah. to point of the thing. Like so it many, has to be easy. To like so many things out. are going yeah. on in the world right now that freak people out. So if you mm-hmm. can just put something on and know yeah. that it's going to be an easy laugh, you don't have to think about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Does you that reflect? Work. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, Graham Lennon did an uh, interview that was released this week on uh, Relestopa, the uh, Richard Herring Leicester Square Theatre podcast, a uh, great mm-hmm. podcast, and he speaks very candidly on it about sitcom experiences. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to actually play the clip. It yes. should be cute here. Uh, and I'm, I feel like I have to respond to it because I act in them. Well, they're doing the... Uh, John Cleese has found out about the, John, the Faulty Towers one now. Yeah, they are. got cross about it. Yeah, yeah. But there, there's people who go around pretending to be the Father Ted characters. They wait until you've, you've kind of forgotten about it. Yeah. And they kind of sneak one on. Right. You know, and then you kind of go, oh, could you not do that? And they go, oh, sorry, we've we've already booked the place. You know, you get you sometimes get letters that go, oh, please don't do that as bad. We've, you know, we've, we've lost all this. And it's like, just don't do it. Don't keep doing it. It's not <laughs> like, you know. And, and the thing is, it's would be fine if they did it for charity or 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 even you know um uh 
Uh, what's the other thing that would be fine if they <laughs> for you? Gave you some money. Gave me some money. Yeah, yeah. yeah hey, you haven't got good. that much. That's what I've heard. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you know, it just kind of is kind of like, well, you know, people might see that and think it's something to do with us. Mm. It's nothing to do with us. Well, you absolutely assume it does because there's people using the characters, using the characters' names. I just want to say that you know, as an actor, I do it. I perform as Dougal uh, in these shows. I won't say which company. Uh, we do try and show that it is a tribute. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, we don't try and do people into thinking it's an official tribute. No. Uh, people do obviously want to see them because you know yeah. we don't like they they get packed out. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you know well, as an actor we need to take the gigs. Like, this podcast testament to the fact that because this sometimes annoys me about people who've created something that then no longer belongs to them because Father Ted now belongs to belongs to the people. Yes. It belongs, yeah. You know, like Father Ted yeah. belongs to. It belongs to the world. It belongs almost, to the yeah. world now. So like, what do you take from it? As you say, you know, this podcast doesn't. You're like, this is an unofficial Father Ted podcast. These are unofficial Father Ted tribute performances. No one's ever been duped into the fact mm. that you are representing the writers of, yeah, exactly. you know, yeah. of, yes. of Father Ted. So I, 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 there's something ungracious about it to me. Yeah. If somebody turns around and goes, well, you shouldn't do this unless it's for charity. You know, or you shouldn't well, do this. It's my toy. These are my toys. Yes. Mm. Yeah. And they're not anymore. Well, I don't know. I, I see where it's coming from. But you know, oh if, gosh, yes. They, if they provided the service, you know, like if they did tribute shows, people obviously want to see their characters live, and it's like nobody has a problem with wedding bands playing covers versions. No, of songs, exactly. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Um, yeah. And it's the same sort of thing. I and, agree. You know, it's tribute comedy. Yeah. yeah. Because they're kind of, it's like it's it's their characters that everybody knows. Exactly. Yes, yeah. They've yeah. almost become archetypes <laughs> now. Yeah. Exactly, you know, yeah, dodgy yeah. priest, drunk priest, dopey priest, housekeeper. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Instead of like, they're, they're archetypes now, they've entered into our consciousness. Public, yeah, yes. just the general public consciousness. We have, yeah. not in the crack, and we put in, it's called the bad father. Aye. And it's a priest who's corrupt. Yeah. And it's corrupt, and everybody comes into the confession box. You know, <laughs> so we have to hold our hand up and say, yeah, we've done it. Yeah, well, yeah exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, these but characters exist outside of Father Ted now. Mm-hmm. Yes. And yeah. outside of what they've created. So I agree with you. I think for me it feels ungracious for him to say that because he has he should be gone. For me, for me I think he feel, I feel like he should be saying, yeah. oh gosh, I've created something that people love so much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That yeah. As long as they're not trying to yeah. pass it off as their own, as no. long as they're always paying lip service to the original source material and the original creators, then I think it's fantastic that people love them so much that they want to keep playing in that exactly, exactly. toy yeah. box, as it were. Yeah, That's, and I mean, as, yeah. as an actor struggling at the bottom, if I'm like the non-league team and he's like Man United and we get one, one <laughs> shot at the cup, like. <laughs> uh, but you know, it's, yeah, so I just felt like I had to respond to that. And mm-hmm. I agree, no, yeah. I agree. I think, it's a good, I think it's a good point. Yes. Well, thank you, yeah, thank you. Uh, so <laughs> uh, finally, after 26 minutes, <laughs> we'll, get in, we'll get into the bumper uh, six page of notes uh, on this brilliant, brilliant episode of yes. Howard Head, yes. Speed 3, which uh, first thing we say is it's the names, obviously, the name and the general print, uh, principle or, was taken from the film. The bus that couldn't slow down, as Homer Simpson once called it. The bus, <laughs> the bus that couldn't slow down. Uh, no, speed. That was the working title. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Brief. We need something else. We need to get something else catchy yeah, for the theatres, guys. Something a sharper, guys. <laughs> uh, but yeah, speed uh, with Keanu Reeves and Chandra Bullock. Uh, great, you know. Original just, film. Yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. Back, back when those things happened, when you had original ideas, and it was just such a simple idea. You put a bomb on a bus and you can't go below 15 miles an hour. What would you do? What would you do? Yeah. And it's just the perfect encapsulation of like the Hollywood action film. Like it's Totally. And it's brilliant set pieces. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, 
a sort of a sort of believable setup and yes. uh, yeah it was and totally of its time as yes it? yeah it's the whole cliche of the milkman who's delivering more than milk yes you exactly and that was yes. the other thing i wanted to mention the, that was a bit of a, a cliche of the british sex comedies of the 70s the yes. the, the the randy milkman and mm -hmm. uh yeah so they were playing playing tribute <laughs> to that as well cultural note whereas in <laughs> cultural note whereas <laughs> in the uk and ireland we'll say you know oh who's he just like, you know, like a child that doesn't look like his mum or his dad. Yes. Who's he? Is he the milkman? So you know that joke? Yes, yes. That's Spain, me and my family. I am actually the milkman's you, daughter. You are the milkman. So my dad was a, a milkman. milkman. Yeah. But the other three belonged to him as well. So. In Spain, the stereotype... <laughs> different, so. In Spain, the stereotype is the man who delivers your gas canister. Oh, right. Because they are... In, it's that sort of like, you know, what man is in, in and out of your house. Well, this with, is true. With, yeah. with permission. With phallic objects. With big phallic... Because like, most people live in flats, <laughs> so a lot of people have, mm. especially in the 60s and 70s, people have that gas canister. And you just put it under the ovens, really? Uh -huh. Yes, I, yeah. Uh, yeah, and so that <laughs> yeah. was in Spain. It's the, so if, if it was... If it was, <laughs> if it was Padre Ted, um, <laughs> Padre Ted. hot mustard would be a Caligas. Yeah. <laughs> Caligas delivery <laughs> man. Pedro mustard. Pedro. Well, there's a great song by Obi Hijo, uh, they're a 90s band, they're sort of the mm -hmm. copycat of Guns N' Roses, but they're playing the limelight in November, I've seen them. But it's called Milkman's Son, and it's pretty much about the same uh, yeah. the same idea. So, yeah, so the, the idea of the milkman is going around and delivering more than milk, as you say. It's Pat Delivery Man. <laughs> Looking for Mrs. Doyle. It is Mrs. Doyle. What? I thought you were Marilyn Monroe. <laughs> now, a couple of nice pints for you. Oh, great. We're a bit low, actually. <laughs> <laughs> There's plenty more where that came from. I tell you, I shouldn't be here at all. The police are after me. They're not. Yes, I'm so gorgeous, they want to put me under arrest. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I'm a bit sad at the moment, Mrs. Doyle. Yes, I have to go to a funeral. Oh, no, really? Yes, my last girlfriend. She died from exhaustion. <laughs> <laughs> and it was brilliantly played, the, the character, didn't you think? It was... Yeah, the swagger of it. Yeah, steps out of the... the <laughs> and the had the wee It's like a total character that, you oh, know, God. in any other show, would have, people would have gone, oh, God, that's really hammy. Yes. Because yes. it's yes. Father Ted. Like these, you know, these, the, you can believe these people live in Craggy Island. Yeah, exactly. These people, yeah. like, the, he lives there, and he's real. And, yes. and as you say, the swagger, which would put Liam Gallagher uh -huh. to, to, to shame. Like, yes. Yeah. And he charms. <laughs> the wingspan of, about, you know, two buses or something. Yes, yeah. I mean, there was, he charms, you know, he comes to the back door of the parish house with Mrs. Doyle, 
And he says, can I speak to Mrs. Doyle? And she says, I am, Mr. Doyle. oh, I thought you were Marilyn Monroe. And she's yeah. like, <laughs> she's all flirty. And you see this whole new the, side. The virginal Mrs. Doyle. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. And then he hands her you know, the two pints of milk. And she says, oh, great, we're running low. And she opens up the fridge. And it's a stack. Cramp. All these milk. Balls. And there's all this flirtiness going on. And you just see this whole side of Mrs. Doyle. Well, exactly, yeah. Because you haven't seen anyone Aye. show affection to Mrs. Exactly, Doyle. Yeah. Or even attention, really. Mm-hmm. Is this the... Is this the inspiration of uh, the, this is the motivation of all the friggin' cups of tea that she makes throughout the, all the series? Right, you know, she's because she's got all this like back catalogue of milk. Yeah. Well, <laughs> <laughs> she has to get through. Yes. Yeah, yeah. 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 Pat coming back. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's been going a long time, like, so. Yeah. yeah, it's been going a long time. Yeah, yeah. did not get arrested then. Uh, so, well, what happened was that Ted, uh, Ted chased him. Well, Ted, Ted. followed him off. Yes. Basically, this is Doyle was besotted with him. She was. She spent a lot of tension, I think. Who, Ted, who could who could deny his, his wily charms? Well, that's right. Well, he had a massive tool. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he did have a big tool. Yeah. I've never uh, seen one that big myself. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what size are his nuts? Mrs. <laughs> Mrs. Mrs. Doyle, Mrs. Doyle had to use both hands to, to keep it off the ground. Well, exactly, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's, so just, it's dissolved into the ponds already, Victoria. <laughs> no, <laughs> anyway, we've got to get you in this, in this episode. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, so there's, uh, yeah, so Mrs. Doyle, and uh, you see her wee look as well when she's, when she's trying yeah. to hide the fact that she's got to chew, she needs more milk, or she says she needs more milk and there's just a little, so she hides it in the fridge, yeah. yeah. Yes. And she does it again mm-hmm. when, when he gets caught. And she comes up, she sneaks one of the photographs away from beside the man. We'll get to it a bit in a minute. Yes. Uh, but just a little uh, silent little grab of the, the photograph just to take it away. Yes. Because like, she just, like, if you think about it, like, even though she's this totally outrageous character, I mm-hmm. think that her performance is best in the way asides and the mugging and the, you know, like the yeah. little eye movements. That, yeah. If you think, did, you, did you think back to the time when you first, Father Ted first came out and the first time you saw Pauline... Um, Polly McLean. Polly McLean out mm-hmm. of makeup and out of character, and you went, yeah. Oh my god, uh-huh. she's only about 18. Yes, yeah. <laughs> the Do you know to her character? And you see the Father Jack, and you see him. Yeah, he's he so like clean cut and everything. Uh-huh. Yeah, and so he, his voice was very mm-hmm. you know, proper, if you want. Yeah. yeah. That lovely pronunciation. Yes, yes, that's supposed to. But yeah, you know, her performance is all in those wee moments, those wee. Mm-hmm. And it give you, as you say, it gives you a glimpse into Mrs. Doyle when she, you know, who is Mrs. Doyle when she's not. In the parochial house. In the parochial house. Yeah, yeah. Who, who is she? And this yes. sort of gives you an idea of who she is. She's mm-hmm. well, yeah. straight laced as maybe. Aye. You know. Well, she. I think she's very repressed. Yes. Yes. And, uh, yeah, definitely. Uh, it sort of starts to blossom now in this episode because Pat, as I say, as you say, she's shown him a lot of her. He's shown her a lot of uh, affection. Intention of flirting with her. Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. she's probably never had that since she was maybe sixteen or something. And yes. Because mm-hmm. she's been. And Mr. Doyle was trying to. We had have his, his way. Yes, yeah. Just one with the. She says, "Can you imagine, Father? Just standing over your man, holding his with his lad out, with his lad, his lad waiting to degrade you." Yeah. Yeah. And, and you know, he says, "Can you imagine that, Father?" And Father Ted has a sausage on his fork. Yeah. <laughs> yes, Mrs. Doyle. <laughs> yes, breakfast ruined. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, but yeah, so. So Pat comes in in uh, his milk load and he has some uh, bumper stickers uh, dotted all around, oh, such yes, as right. Young Banger. <laughs> yes. Uh, a, a tattoo design, or what looks like a tattoo design of a sort of Hells Angel motorcycle club with a sword through his heart. Mm-hmm. Uh, his snake boots. His snake yes. skin boots. Yes. Uh, 
his shit happens sticker. Yes. <laughs> and yeah. uh, milkman do it on your doorstep. That's it. I knew there was one of my milkman do it. And uh, yeah. when when Dougal took over the milk float, the do it was uh, taped over with duct tape because <laughs> Dougal couldn't be couldn't be degrading himself couldn't that be way. Him. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but Ted uh, Ted comes in. He, he starts shouting at Dougal. Dougal was maybe manhandling me a wee bit. And he comes in, he's actually covered in baby sick yeah. uh, after judging the baby competition. Oh, yes. Uh, he never, it took him a good while to clean that off. Like, he was sitting there with the baby sick all over him for a good 10 minutes of the show. He's a man who has done nothing for himself since he became, since he probably joined yeah. the seminary. Yeah. Um, yeah. Do you know what I mean? He has done nothing for himself. Yeah. <laughs> like, you think you know, there's somebody to do for him? We're Mrs. Yeah. yeah. Like, the, sort of the, how much they depend on Mrs. Doyle because you mm-hmm. just know that she. She's yeah. gonna be scrubbing that out. Oh, exactly. Of his yeah. priestly blacks. Yeah. Um, when he throws it under the into the wash basket. Is it red vest hat? Is it red? Was it over his red vest hat? <laughs> yes. Yeah. But you know she's gonna be the one that's scrubbing it out. That's scrubbing yeah. it out. Yeah. You know. Uh, but do you think he'd at least wipe his face? Because it was just mm. there was a wee bit dangling off the bottom of his chin. Oh, <laughs> I left it there. It's yeah. just baby spit. Comical yeah. effect. It's just yeah. baby spit. It'd been worse if it'd been like drunken man's. Well, true. Yeah. Spew. Yeah. It's only baby spit. Yeah. It's only baby It's probably just, it's just milk and slavers. Yeah. We yeah. yeah. breast milk. But yes, controversial. Not every mother, not every mother wants to breastfeed her child. Controversial. Sorry, sorry. I love the baby away here. <laughs> no, here, here at Causeway Cafe, we are part of a breastfeeders alliance. So we are oh cool. Uh, we yeah. open here for women who want to breastfeed their children. Oh, in very public. good. Very so good. Just, just up to what age now? Um, as long as they don't do it after the age of fourteen. Okay. Um, <laughs> because once once the child starts drinking, um, it oh, starts, yeah, right to mess. It starts to get messy. It starts to get. It looks weird. Yeah. When a Fifteen-year-old yeah. is yeah. breastfeeding off his mouth. It's a bit give it's, 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 yeah. it's a bit. It's a bit bit bitty. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> 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 I just wanted to get married. Anyway, sorry. There's quite a few interrupted lines in this. Ted is interrupted when he uh, trips over a brick. It's lying in the middle of the floor. <laughs> yes. What is the brick all about? She, it'd be handy to keep paper clips in the little grooves. <laughs> oh yes, yeah. Of course, the most handiest place to put it in the middle of the floor where Ted can trip over it all the time. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right That's in the true. middle where everybody walks through every day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Has she seen this in some magazine or something? Yes, designed today. Brick and Livens, dull floor. <laughs> <laughs> I miss the days of um, new magazines that had like the wee perfume strips on it. Oh yes, that'd be samples. Yeah. So if you got like FHM or something, you could get like you know a wee bit of perfume, yeah, on and you could just you, what you would do after shave. What you did is strip, it, rip it off, and put it into your like chest of drawers and mm-hmm. kept, don't, don't buy uh, oh, kept your drawers smelling kept your drawers nice yeah and like smelly drawers smelly drawers smelly drawers don't relax yeah. it nobody likes it especially your bottom drawer smelliest of all is so you put your dabbed off cool water one in Ted says that the bricks idea might be very well for Will Self and, and those types do you know Will Self? yes it's, no. it's quite um, it's sort of like a sort of what would you sort of, how would you describe him? He's, he's a esoteric. social commentator. Yeah, he's, he's a novelist of sort of surreal social commentary novels. Uh, yes. With like a very sort of awkward sense of humour. And he's very drony on Newsnight and stuff. He's all, mm-hmm. Yes, he's always on Newsnight. He always has something to say. And I would say I would agree with maybe about 75% of yeah, what myself I, would say. I do, yeah, he is very, mm-hmm. he's very intellectual and he's, you know, he, he does have a lot to say. And he's sort of a socialist bent. Yes, yeah. Which I would, I would agree with a lot of what he says. But then, then there's sometimes it's a bit like I feel he falls mm-hmm. into the trap of the people that he's... Well, sort of criticised it's a bit like you're a wee bit self-aggrandising in certain way, you know, maybe not realising it. Well, yes, but his name's Will Self, like so. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure. That, yeah, so there's probably something in his in his in his makeup that uh, does need to self-aggrandise. But, but he does sort of like, mm. he does cut like you will like you get like news nights. So like news nights always like 
the majority of politicians and if you've got somebody like Will Self he'll cut through the bullshit yes, and he exactly. puts them on the spot where he said he'll call them out on right. yeah he'll just right, okay. strike them right down with a pithy remark like yeah, and, and sort of go what do you but what do you think about this and it sort of goes oh no my my, my, my PR people didn't sort of yeah. set me up for this. Um, <laughs> I was only supposed to deal with Paxman, damn it. Yes. <laughs> yeah. You know, and he's in a flying drink, so I quite, li- I quite like him, I have to say. Yeah, no, he's, he's grand, he's grand. It's, uh, it's a very odd, uh, very odd it, reference it, to put in there, like, wasn't it? But, that, but at the time, he was, even, yes, now, but if you think about, like, at the time, years he would have been a Ooh. young gun social commentator yeah, type true, person, yeah. you know, like a, you sort know, of, alternate, I, yeah. so, uh, alternative, um, what would you call it? Because if you think about it, it's like you're, you're right in the middle of like a really, you're coming to the end of a really long conservative stretch. Yes, in, yeah. In, in the government, and so he would have been quite a loud socialist voice at the time. Right, okay, so yeah. So if you yeah. think back to the time. And she had it. Yeah, if yeah. Had I like suppose that does make sense, actually, yeah. So yeah. he would have been, you know, sort of yeah. young upstart. The joke is, you know what I mean? Always so alternative, he'd probably put a yeah. on his floor. You can imagine, <laughs> you can imagine living in, uh, you know, shortage with, uh, you know. Yes. Uh, you know, bare brick walls and stuff. And, bare brick walls, uh, just all he lives on is cigarettes and gin. You know, yeah. you know yeah. like at the time. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so we, we finally see the kitchen when uh, Pat makes his yes. way in. Well, we have seen it before when Ted and Dubo were frantically trying to uh, make tea for themselves when Mrs. Doyle got a uh, night off. Uh, but you'd actually get a scene set in there. Uh, mm-hmm. And as you say, sure. he comes in. Massive I food. thought you were Marilyn Monroe. He's like, it's where we squeeze. Yeah, the light, just a squeeze uh-huh. sort of giggle that uh-huh. she has. And uh, yeah, it's, 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 <laughs> <laughs> it's really yeah, really exaggerated. <laughs> and then he comes up with a few you know, innuendo lines. I thought you were so, I was so gorgeous, they wanted to put me under arrest. Uh, yes. <laughs> and my last girlfriend died from exhaustion. And mm-hmm. <laughs> That's right. It's just, it's just as. Uh, a lot, a lot craggy island it's Lothario. Lothario. Yes, yes, definitely, definitely. Uh, and usually Lothario. you do meet people like that, but they don't have the they don't have the action going on to back it up. But he clearly does. He clearly yes. does. There's evidence. Yes, yeah. There's uh, evidence around the, uh, the island. Yes, all the hairy babies. All the hairy babies. Yeah. He's obviously <laughs> and the and the women when they answer yes. the doors. Well, exactly. They're, <laughs> right. they're, they're very welcoming. Yeah. Yeah. Those women were in the nets. Those women were in the Well, yeah. So Dougal, when Dougal takes over, and he, he's just so uh, blasé. He's like, mm-hmm. And here's your there milk. You go. So clearly, he's in his head. He's so focused on I have to deliver these two pints of milk, which yeah. he has repeated mm-hmm. to himself a few times in the cart. Uh, it's a it, lot of responsibility for Dougal. It is, yes, yeah. It is. You know, I mean, it, all he has to really do is sort of, you know, in the morning when he get out of his he-man bed and go downstairs, get fed. I don't, because he doesn't, does he even, would he even, would he even take a mass? I don't know. He doesn't take funerals or weddings. He's sort of like a, he's sort of like a priest on the bench. In, yes, case, yeah. in case Father Ted Substitute. is injured in yeah. the field, yeah. <laughs> he's never like you know. Yeah, if Ted can't even phone it in, yeah, yes. yeah, he'll just go in. You know, so yeah. like, that's a lot. Of, this is a put yourself in Dougal's shoes. It's a lot of responsibility. It is, it is. Yeah. And it does seem like a much bigger island than we've been led to believe because <laughs> there's a whole, there's a very uh, well-to-do sector of the island that he's driving through yes. because they're much nicer houses. At yes. This end. And uh, we know that the west side has already broken off. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> this is the north side of the island. Yeah. Uh, so the north side of yeah. the island. But maybe that's kind of, is, that, is it a wee dig at like the sort of like how like cities have that? North side, yeah. south side. North side, south side, yeah. south yeah. side divide. Isn't, isn't it Dublin's, isn't Dublin's south side's meant to be? It's south side's a nicer bit, yeah. But yeah. then you've got and like places like Clontarf and um, Kalinster. And Hoth. Yeah. And in the north or the south? And <coughs> in the north. Right. Mm-hmm. So like they're quite there. Possibly, yeah, the, the North South Divides. But in London, there's a pretty big one as well. Yeah. Like the 
north and south of the river. Like I've heard people talk about I'll not go south of the river yeah. in London. And I lived in South East London. It was great. I thought it was the best part of London because, you know, it wasn't full of, um, you know, pretentious wankers who lived in, uh, <laughs> you know, the northeast. Yeah. And it wasn't full of the, the fa- settled-down families who lived in the west. So it was yes. sort of, there was a nice mix of, you know, new communities and artists and people who couldn't afford to live in those places. But then that, those places are sick, little by little, those places become fewer because then people go, oh, you know, buy up all the property, buy up well, all the property. It's yeah. in London, you could, it, it seems to be going around like a clock. Like, yeah. Uh, north, uh, north London was too expensive, then northeast, then you keep going on, and it just seemed to be taken on down. Have you seen like Soho? Like, like how many businesses in Soho yeah, had to yeah. close down? Like some really like, um, like traditional, like places were there for 40, 50 people years. Yeah. Like Madame Jojo's, which yeah. is a big, was a big sort of like part of the again LGBT community, but it was a huge part of the LGBT, yeah. especially the trans community. You know, it was like a safe. They had a night called Tranny Shack, um, and it was a safe <laughs> Tranny Shack, yeah. but it was like a good, but it was. Um, it was a safe spot for people who were trans or trans curious mm-hmm. or trans, you know what I mean? Like, you know, yes. they, they had an, uh, well, that was the whole of Soho, really, wasn't it? Yeah, it um, was all, but they, they had like a, and of course there are other places because like London's so big, but that was simply because of greed. Yeah, you know, yeah. Like and the, the rents see, were put up so high that people can't. Yeah, well, exactly. And there's, there's other places as well, um, like Raymond's Review Bar, which is a strip club, but upstairs mm. from there, Paul Merton and all those guys were doing their, their first improv shows, mm-hmm. and that's where they oh, right, got they? kicked off. Or, yeah. So, like, there's real comedy history around that area, too. Mm-hmm. It's all been wiped out. The music around there, like the rock and roll swinging 60s around there, mm-hmm. all those buildings have been taken over by Starbucks and shit. End, you know, so, like, everything that, like, you know, like everybody who was like coming out of their show, you know, like yeah, all the uh, actors and stuff coming the, out of their show were going yeah. out for a drink in Soho, and it was it it was the alternative liberal yeah, sort yeah. of part of London, but it's sort of I think it's sort of moving into the South London places like Vauxhall well, and I think yes, Vauxhall is uh, definitely a big spot, uh, but now because now it's Vauxhall and Shoreditch and stuff, and now it's all been scattered, so it's not one place like and. Yeah, fucking capitalism, man. Capitalism, <laughs> damn with the capitalist pay. <laughs> Must crush yeah. capitalism. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so Dougal discovers uh, Blackboard. Dumbfounded by this, the fact that uh, you can actually wipe the letters off it. <laughs> that's true, yes, that's true. But uh, yeah. he spells his name Maguire, M-C-G-U-I-R-E. Whereas I always thought Maguire was M-A-G-U-R-I-E. Mm-hmm. That's why they spell it in Fermanagh, anyway. But that, that is, you never assume the way that an Irish name is spelled. Well, this is true, Because yeah. there's yes. always got to be... Because my, mm-hmm. my, my, my surname... My, my, my maiden name, <laughs> as it were. Doherty is... Doher- the Doherty part of my name is my husband's name. Right. So I'm Jeb. So, like, Jeb is not an Irish name, which is... Right, okay, yeah. It's an English name. It's from Yorkshire. When right. You, if you look... You know, if you've ever gone to those websites, you know, where does your name come from? And it shows mm-hmm. you, like... You know, the your father usually comes from your father. It comes from your father, yeah. 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 your dad, <laughs> your, your yeah. eye boy. Your your eye boy. But you know, if you say where does your name come from, it always sort of goes. I've got there's like a huge concentration of Jebs in Doncaster. Right, there's right. Not many of them here in Northern Ireland. Uh, it, but then Doherty, Doherty has like loads of different. Well, it's very popular in Derry. We're DOH or DOGH. That's right. D-O-C-H. Yes, Doherty. 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 Yeah. I was at It's like everyone assumes it's spelled A N E S P I E, but it's actually P Y. Yeah. So yeah, so there's, yeah, yeah. Never assume. Never assume. Even even an Irish. Even an Irish first name. Oh yeah. oh yeah, Kiva. Kiva. <laughs> yes. Kiva's my favourite one to throw in there, just to yeah. say, like, to, like, especially to people who like, people Kevin. from the States. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Connor. 
Connor, yes, yeah. Connor spelt with a C H U B A R, C O N C H U B A R. Oh yes, yes, I have seen that one. Yeah, I was that was Conquer. Conquer Bar. Yeah, Conquer Bar. <laughs> 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 oh, yeah, I haven't seen that one. Connor, I have a friend that she that's her oldest is called Connor, but that's yeah. how she spells it. And there's a fada in there as well. Yeah, just just to throw another. Just to throw another. Oh, Sheen or something. Oh, Sheen. Oh, Sheen. But yeah, so. With the test system, you can rub out uh, letters of all blackboards. Apart from the ones, and I was getting to Google's defense here, apart from the ones, yes, in bars, like the one you're just pointing at over yes, my shoulder, uh -huh. that, uh, that you can write permanently on. So take yeah. that test. That's, that's, that's chalk that comes that's off. Chalk that's chalk that comes pen off. Chalk. That's pen, chalk pen. Mm -hmm. is it, what, is it just liquefied or something? It's just or? liquefied. Alan has very nice, um, Alan's got very good penmanship. If that was mine, if I had written that, really he does actually, yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's very nice, and he's got like, great, like all, he writes all our signs. And the menus nice and stuff. Hand. Oh, very good. He's yeah. got nice handwriting. I don't have. I See, if I tried to write something like that, I would get uh, Causeway, C A U S E W A Y, and then CAF, C A, and then realize I have no space for the F and E. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm trying to squish it all in. Yeah, yeah, that yeah, just is. turn yeah. it around. Causeway, Causeway, CAF. <laughs> At 90 degrees, everything else. Yes. Uh, but uh, Mrs. Doyle, she's been trying to get rid of all this milk because she's yes. been stockpiling. So, did yes. you notice her milking the plants? Yeah. <laughs> That's right. That is the place out like uh -huh. in about two days. Yeah, like, yeah. As a person who is lactose intolerant, um, oh, so you, it would have been terrible. For oh me. God, right? Mm. I couldn't have been in the Brookhill house at this point in time no, because it, it would have I would have been, no, Mrs. No, I don't. Could Mrs. Doyle have understood that? You know, a tea without milk. Yeah. <clears throat> would well, that be against her code of housekeeperliness? Well, at this point, she was making milk without tea. Yeah. So. <laughs> she was like, do we dash? Yeah. Do we dash of tea? Is, is there any tea in it at all? Could I get a wee dash mm. of tea no. in my milk? <laughs> that would be great. Um, she always makes tea. Why does she never make coffee? Well, see, coffee never really landed in Ireland at that point. Oh, I don't know. Like, coffee Only is... in like Dublin and like the coffee, you know what I mean, like the fancy yeah, schmancy well, places. Mm. I've noticed coffee sort of implant itself in Irish culture. Well, certainly in my uh, sort yeah. of. Uh, well, we have older, like here in the cafe, we have maybe older gentlemen come in and would ask for a coffee. And so now you ask, you know, what would you like? Would you like a latte? Would you mm -hmm. like a cappuccino? And they're yeah. just like, when, when can I just have tea or coffee? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you don't want, like, you know, exactly. all these things. They just want a spoonful of Nescafe in the bottom they of a cup. Yes. And, yeah. They do, that's just what they want. They don't, they don't care that you've got, like, some sort of roasted, you know. Yeah, and it's like tea, you can get herbal tea. You can get all the green teas, and the only way I can just ever distinguish is like, just give me builder's tea. Builder's tea. Oh yes, okay, <laughs> we don't yeah, exactly. Yeah. What, we because we is. like would, like I do like like Alan likes tea and I like different <coughs> teas, and when people stay over at our house, um, and we'll say, listen, just you tear away in the kitchen, you know, stuff in the fridge, there's stuff in the cupboards, just you help yourself, and we always get a text message the next day, where's your normal tea? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We've got like Earl Grey, yes. peach tea, raspberry tea, <coughs> green tea. Yeah. I don't even know what this tea yeah. is. Yeah, you know, ordinary tea. Builder's tea. We've got one of those ones where you put the you put the you put the flower bud in the bottom of the water. Oh yes, I have seen it. All, whenever it, oh, you leave yes. it in the water and it all flowers out and so. Oh no, I haven't seen that. It, but oh, so it's actually like a head of a flower at the bottom. It's like a, it's like a, yeah, it's like a, it's like a. Right, right. That's very fancy. Very artisan, yeah. It's, it's like uh -huh. Japanese. It's a Japanese idea. Ah, right, so okay. They, so, but it, doesn't work, it doesn't work if you stick it in your old mommy's teapot. Like, yeah. You don't get to see. <laughs> yeah. So you have to have a see-through You need to have the proper china cups. Yeah. 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 yeah, and like we'll sit on the floor in, in our dressing gowns. And will it to open. Yeah, will it to yeah. open. But this is quite nice. And then you... Well, so I was going to say, do you reckon this is all embraced all that? But she did have tea for... Um, 
fuck, I've forgotten what it was now. But you'd have uh, rabbit's tea or hamster tea. Oh, yes. <laughs> but is that just maybe, her, was that maybe her, like, everybody needs to have a tea? So she's got, uh, <laughs> she has, she's got she has, a, well, she's got ramster, ramster, ramster or, or habit, yeah. <laughs> hamster or rabbit tea, do you know what I mean, because I ramstein tea, oh god, that would be, ah, tea, tea that makes your back of your throat really sore, yeah, yeah. <laughs> 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 uh, but Ted notices something is afoot with the hairy babies, as you've mentioned, and, uh, something yes. is afoot, something is a hairy foot, yeah, yeah. something is a hairy foot, <laughs> very, uh, you know, Lord of the Rings, sort of habit tea, <laughs> hobbit babies, yeah, <laughs> Uh, but he says, uh, he's pointing them out and he goes, uh, this baby's, you know, uh, moustache and this baby's, he says sideboards. I, my granny says, says my granny says sideboards. It's for, well, I don't have them now. Sideburns. Sideburns, yeah. Sideburns. But yes, my granny says sideboards. I've never heard that before, but I thought that was a bit of a mistake, but there you go. My, yes, she does. And then I, and then, and then whenever I heard sideburns, mm-hmm. I was like, what? And then I realised, <laughs> actually, no, that's what the rest of the world says. We were talking about like grannies and things that people say and like weird I don't know, was it me and you talking about the other day? And um and he my granny used to say things like she just gets things slightly wrong. Right. So yeah. it's like it's mostly right and so you can maybe get the idea mm. of what she has said. So yes. like my granny'll say things like, um she used to say a thing like, um, oh like such and such was a lovely girl when she was young, but age fades the ferret. <laughs> so we were, we would all go. What does that even? That yeah, obviously yeah. Has, does it have some sort of sort of like strange folkloric etymological root in ferrets? It's like fade and ferret is like a literary fade in the ferret. Yeah. But no, but my what auntie, what she meant to say was my auntie then went off to university mm-hmm. and she said this in conversation and people who lived out, I'm from Lurgan, so mm. that's that's the number one red flag that you know what someone's saying is completely linguistically right. incorrect. Um, <laughs> she was saying. Um, was a spade. A spade no. is a spade. Is a spade is a spade unless you sort of call it a spade or something like that. I don't know. A spade. A shovel. Let's call a spade a shovel. Yes. Um, but he, um, this, whoever it was says to Malty, you know, April, age fades the ferret. What does that even mean? She goes, you know, like, you know, like over time, she goes, I think you'll find it's age fades the fairest. This is completely wrong. Yeah. <laughs> Brian, the like Chinese yeah, she yes. has, she has heard, heard it and my granny she'll go, No, it's no. It's the first. It does. It also fades the first. It is a place of education, yeah. but of course then Malty couldn't then tell my granny that then that was wrong. Yes, I right now put her in the whole dilemma. But puts yes and that mm-hmm. do you know what? I know what she's talking about. Yeah. Yes. But we, yes, my granny would have said sideboards. Sideboards, well Ted says it as well, so there yeah. you go. So she's not she's not always but wrong. Is that maybe a spoonerism? You know how they put things in Well spoonerism would be like a spoonerism is like <laughs> Alan well, like all ha- the time. habit and habit and habit and ramsters. Habit and ramster based spoonerism is where you mix the two letters. Because it's named after some like the Reverend Spooner. Oh yes, and I he and, and yes. he wanted to do this toast to the um, to the dear old queen, mm-hmm. and it came out. Let's do a toast to the queer old dean. <laughs> and it, it came right. out. Oh yes, sorry. Or getting, like a few. Okay, mixed up with the other. And the two Ronnies do do them brilliantly. The yes, spinners, spinners yeah. Yeah. Like, the whole thing. Yeah, yeah. Sort of because Alan, um, he. He does it's it's not it's not like a it's not a pure spoonerism, but he went in to order 
Alan, for, mm. Alan's my husband, so anybody listening to this sort of like, you know, can then piece it together with yeah. it's just Alan that keeps being mentioned. Alan's my husband. He, he's in the show. He's yeah. in the show, he's here, he's in the background making tea. He's not in the background making tea, he's at home where he should be. <laughs> in the kitchen. In the kitchen. God love him. He's a very good cook. Um, but he, um, he would, he orders, and he doesn't even, he can't even say it properly now, you know, like a battered sausage supper. Right. He asks for a bastard sausage supper. <laughs> 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 so the kids, well, can I get you know? I don't can I get a pasty and can I get a tin of kind of coke and can I get uh yeah and a bastard so supper. We get at the end of the phone. Yeah, she's yeah. like, why is he being so aggressive? Why is he being so rude? Oh, I'm quite happy to get him a sausage supper. Like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, get me a bastard sausage supper. <laughs> you bitch. Um, yes. So yeah, yeah he does it all the time. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, this is Doyle. I think Satya's a wee bit jealous of all the attention she's paying to, to Pat Mustard, and there might be a hint of um, a hint of truth to that remark because he does. Uh, it's that remark that sort of sparks him into going into his detective mode. Is why is he like? Why does he care so much? Yeah. Yes. Him to then go and sort of blow the whistle as it were. Well, not really yeah. blow the whistle. To go into a full like you know mission. Investigation. Yes. Yeah. With with you know private investigator uh, equipment. Uh, it reminded <laughs> me of. Did you ever see the Gene Hackman film, The Conversation? Uh, the, it's uh, it was, it was from like the seventies. Yes. Francis Ford Coppola, I think, before he made The Godfather. Right. Uh, but he had all this kind of equipment. It was just like that turned up to ten. So I think that might have been what of it, what they were Who's referencing. Listening? Yes. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, whatever happened to Gene Hackman? He's been gone for ages. He hasn't been in a film in years. And what has happened to Gene? Yeah, Hackman? I think it's just genuinely retired. I sometimes get I sent him I sometimes get him and Gene like Wilder mixed up. And I think that would have been a very different Willy well, yeah, 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 yeah. Factory. <laughs> 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 Stop talking so much, kid, and stop watching TV. Yeah. <laughs> well, that, that would have been the Marlon Manson version. No, 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 which I would have watched before I would have watched the Johnny Depp version. Yes, I was really disappointed with that. I, I was, was looking I, forward to that so much. I love. Uh, but Ted, Ted comes in and uh, he's he uh, starts to investigate and he confronts Pat straight away. I know what's going on, Pat Mustard. There are some very hairy babies on Craggy Island, and I think you are the hairy baby maker. No, yeah? Well, I think that you would uh, need proof if you're going to make that sort of an accusation. And I'm a very careful man, Father. A very careful man. Except when it comes to taking precautions in the bedroom. No! You, you wouldn't be advising the use of artificial contraception now, Father, would you? <laughs> yes, I... No, I... If you're going to be... I, I, of, of course, you, you... Just feck off! <laughs> Pat, uh, Pat uh, Mrs. Doyle says, uh, Pat just wondered if he could put his big tool in my box. And, and he's like, what? <laughs> yeah. She's so angry, and then she, at that point, yeah. there's a, a beat, and then goes out to the spanner. Yeah, it's a big tool one. in my box. Mm -hmm. so, like, I do, what, what's Mrs. Doyle doing, though, with a, a big, big massive toolbox? In the kitchen? Well, she does have, a, she does have a power tools we've uh, discovered in previous episodes, and there's a big shed outside where and she assume... does everything. Yeah, she yes. fixes and does everything. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. She tells her to go to King the Cobwebs. Yeah, he just sends her out to do another busy errand, uh -huh. like, and yeah. She, she lives in the house, doesn't she? Yeah, I, we were trying it's, to figure that out. It's hard to gauge because she does go away. In the very, very first episode, she went away. Because you see her like putting her wee yes, headscarf on to go out. Yeah. And then, did she not stand on like with a cup with of the tea? Cup next to the next to the lights. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So, so they stand here in case you come down in the middle of the night and want a cup of tea. Yeah, she's been doing it for a few years. Well, she yeah. We assume her husband's dead. I assume that she's a widower. Yeah. So she would have nowhere else to go, really, for... Well, I yeah. suppose she could go home, but she'd be there on her own, like, and, you know, mm. maybe she, she'd be happier in the house, keeping herself busy, like. She only sort of, she mm. lives off, like, 
two hours of sleep. Yeah. <laughs> and a lot of pro plus. Because I imagine just because she's she's very energetic. Yes, yeah. She, she has like she's, she's up like the Christmas cleaning. episode. She's yeah. up, like she's up in the windowsill and she's up and she like she, she has no you know, maybe I imagine that she's been a widow for a very long time. So yeah. She's had to do things herself. Yes, yeah. probably. And yeah. So she's well, she probably had to do the same for Mr. Doyle as well. Mr. Doyle, back yeah. In the day. And see, depending on well, depending on what age it's supposed to be, you know, back you know in the fifties and stuff, like yeah, white women were marrying men like. You know, 20, 30 years older normally in rural communities, like Spe- especially yes. if they're a farmer or yes, something. Uh, yeah, especially in rural communities where, like, the, 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 by the time you got yourself a wife and there's some yeah, exactly, doll yeah. in the town. As mm-hmm. soon as you had the farm taken over, where it was now routine, then it was like. A right, friend of mine and his mom, his, his dad's a farmer and he married his mom, and basically, like, you know, she came in to the house and it had, like, been. Like, so her mother in law, I think her mother in law was already. Right. Had already passed by the time she did, she right. and her yes, husband yes. got married. Right. So she, I think she came into the house, basically, and her father-in-law was still because, you know, you don't you don't kick your daddy out yeah, of the house if you own a big farmhouse. Yeah, yeah exactly. You put them downstairs bedroom. He, yeah. he just goes to, like he she came in and the house was still the same as it was whenever the mother-in-law yeah, had passed away. Yeah. They were probably living in two wee rooms and the kitchen. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and then yeah. she went round and had to do the whole house up and. That's the way I would live, just in the, the two rooms you use. Like, oh, <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, God. Just, just, like, See, having bigger flats is, is a real... For me, it just means that there's more, more place to mess. Like. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then that means more place to clean. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Definitely. But there you go. Uh, but, uh, yeah, so he comes in and uh, he uh, accuses, straight up accuses Pat of, you know, impregnating all these women. And mm-hmm. Pat is very defensive uh-huh. and says, you need proof of this. And Tess says, well, you're not careful enough. Maybe you should be using more uh, more prophylactics <gasps> in the bedroom. Uh, which, you know... They say Pat's... And he says you shouldn't be endorsing that. Exactly. Yes. Pat, Pat, couldn't, Pat puts that in front of him. And, mm-hmm. of course, it completely cuts down Ted's argument. Because Ted, as a man of the, man a of the member, church... Uh, a representative mm-hmm. of the Holy See. Yes, yes. exactly. In, in <laughs> on Craggy Island. Exactly. <laughs> he has to give the message of uh, no, no, no artificial uh, contraception. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so Ted's little... Uh, his little impotent rage. It's <laughs> 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 like, well, no, yeah, just... Off, <laughs> yes, that's, right. but that's perfect Ted though because like, Ted is obviously a man who thought that he I think he thought that he was going to be sort of higher up yeah, he within is this sort of within this sort of ecclesiastical hierarchy yeah. and he's been sort of shunted off onto some shitty parish that yeah. nobody else wanted mm-hmm. to go to yes. um, but it's a punishment parish it's a punishment yeah. parish yeah. so nobody you know he's been put there because mm. of you know and then D- Dealings. Dougal, yes, yeah. Dougal well, put him with him. Uh, at first episode of season three, he was put back, so he had actually paid off, paid his debt, and he, can't, he was put back because of expenses, irregularities in his uh, new parish. So uh, <laughs> he couldn't help himself for five it, minutes. Like. Yeah, he's a he's a crook. Like he is yes. a crook, but like, money's just resting as a kind. Yes, but I think yeah. he thought of thought that there was there was I think he thought by becoming a priest, there was more for him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. But like this is as you say, like you know, they're not respecting his authority. Yeah, yeah. You know, exactly. Yeah. You know, Pat is not respecting the fact yeah. that he's the, you know, he's the he's the, the the parish priest, and he's coming and saying, you know, right, you know, right, enough of this now, blah blah mm-hmm. blah. And Pat's like, no. So he's like, just yeah, exactly, off. yeah. You know, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Pat just realizes a power is illusion, is an illusion. Like it's just yeah. whoever you know just stands up stronger, like and yeah, yeah. and uh, yeah. he has a Ted stif- stymied by well, his own is, uh, preaching, like half a meal. Pops exactly. Alpha yes. Male, yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely in that one. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So he, yeah. Well, he just he he knocked 
uh, Ted off his perch completely. So. Mm. <laughs> Absolutely. No competition. Uh, yeah, so Ted and Dougal have their high-tech security surveillance set up, and uh, Dougal puts the volume way up to try and hear what's going on when Pat goes house to house. <laughs> and as soon as he does, the freaking lorry goes past them. Sometimes it's not Dougal's fault. Exactly. No. exactly. The world is against him, but, yes. you know, but he yes. still remains happy. Mm-hmm. Well, it seemed to knock not him out. The, uh, the, it's the, the sign of the thing. Yeah. The, yeah. yeah. Uh, but Ted, Ted did manage to get his, uh, his money shot because uh, Pat came out of the, one of the houses after saying, now you have to ride Mrs. Murphy. He came out of Mrs. Murphy's <laughs> house without his... I forgot me fucking trousers! <laughs> Caught with his pants down. Well, exactly, yeah. <laughs> yes, yeah. So, t- yes, Ted shops him then to the, the milk board. and <laughs> The milk board. Because <laughs> they have, what, they have an office. Yeah. The side board. Mm-hmm. Yeah, an office board. at uh, Craggy mm-hmm. Island. Now, the milk board, Mr. Fox, he gets the, uh, he gets the message completely wrong because he starts offering money for each of the baby pictures. Oh. And that was a very, uh, that was a very you know, risque joke. That uh, he was saying, I'll have two pounds for that, and two pounds for that, and five for all the rest. Yeah. And he thought, he thought it was some sort of transaction for these pictures, but. Uh, <laughs> it, but, but I sort of understood it to sort of mean that, like, is he trying to, like, buy the evidence? Oh, okay, right, right. Them, yeah, that's what I thought. Was he buying the evidence mm-hmm. off the sort of, like, off him to sort of. Protect okay, yes, okay. The so. they and the trust. Milk if they're getting service. Because they're obviously, like, the, <clears throat> They're obviously like this is like the biggest thing. This is like the closest thing that Craggy Island has to like big corporations. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes, yeah. So this is like the dirty politics it's behind the corporate mm-hmm. image. Yeah. yeah. The milk board. It's got total uh, territorial control of the island. Like, yeah. 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 This island that, as you said before, seems to be bigger than we ever thought it was going to be. Mm-hmm. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. You know, exactly. an extension somewhere along the Yeah. land. They knocked off the sort of more craggy bits in the north side yes. and they built an extension on. Yeah. Yeah. EU money. Back when Ireland was getting shitloads of it back but then. This is yeah. during the Celtic <laughs> Tiger years, so they yes. could afford, afford it all. Yeah, yeah. The, Europe, the EU was just pumping money into Ireland back then, just building up all them roads. I remember, New Island. I remember going down south, and like you'd be, it'd be pebble dash for miles, like mm. miles, and it'd be like a, you know, a, barely a two lane road that could host a tractor, and of course, there'd be 10 tractors on it. Like, yes. yeah. And yeah. this would be the main road down to Navin. Like. Yeah, I remember getting like, um, like pre, like people, like people, so it's so weird to think that like people born. In like two thousand and things like that, won't remember punts. Yeah, exactly. Like yeah, don't remember. Yeah. Like, do you remember going down and sometimes mm. you would come home with money and sometimes you would lose money because the punt would sometimes oh, be a wee bit stronger. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And you would get like you know. You well, would, yeah. Do you remember the punt coin? It used to be so satisfying it's to like flick. Massive. Yes. Big dolphin on the back of it, or was it uh, a pike? Uh, yeah, it was. Was it pike? Was it a pike? I thought it was supposed to be salmon and olives. Oh, that would make sense. What was it? Do you know why they called it a punt? Uh, I say pound in Irish. No, it's rhymes with bank manager. Oh, right. <laughs> I'm sorry. I know. Bank so, managers eternally hated. Yeah. <laughs> well, back then, yeah. Even pre 2000. Especially in Ireland, yeah. Back then, yes. yeah. Uh, but they're going through a pretty difficult. Well, they're about to go through a, a big uh, expansion, the milk board, because they've got uh, all the milk surplus of Croftonia coming in. <laughs> Croftonia? Yeah. Oh, of course, because it's like yeah, all the. Yeah, all the wall, sa- yes. Yeah, all the, yes, all mm-hmm. the sanctions. Like, you can't create too much, you have to. Sort of, well, there's the thing in Ireland. Yeah, no, there's, yes. there's, there's quotas, yeah. yeah. But there's thing, there's thing in Ireland, Ireland, a massive butter uh, surplus, and they had to start giving away butter to the rest of the EU because they just had mountains of it. Like, but is that not the saying, like mountains of milk and butter? Yeah, is it not like a, some sort of? Well, I think it, 
I, d- I don't know if it was. Uh, well, there definitely was a, a situation where it's happened, like, and it's only within the last ten years. There like, was like a yeah. saying where like they were sort of sitting on stockpiles of mm-hmm. produce because of the quotas they couldn't, they couldn't flood move. the market. Yeah. yeah. Right. So therefore, it would bring the price of it all down, and then. Yeah, but then, much. if you look nowadays, like. <clears throat> Like, you know, here in Northern Ireland, milk like dairy farms are suffering because they may be making three mm. p off a litre of milk. Well, exactly, yeah. You know, yeah. and it's well, you, you sometimes go in and it's like fifty nine p for two litres. It's like that's great when, for us, but who's, who's yeah? When Tesco right. take their cut, when the delivery uh, mm-hmm. company take mm-hmm. their cut, when the dairy take their cut. Yes. What's left for the farmers? The farmer, there's nothing. Yeah. And then yeah. they, but then they're all pleased as punch, and they're you know, like the photographs of these weird people. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> we make sausages. <laughs> yeah. For yeah. Tesco. On the side of the waitress milk. Yeah. 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 But, uh, we begrudge them it. But Dougal, uh, oh sorry, so Ted has been uh, shot fat and surgery, gets sacked, yes. uh, and they realise they need to get uh, somebody in to deal with this surplus. Northern Irish parlance, he's touted on them. Yes, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's been, them up. He has yeah. grasped them up. He's touted on the they will be graffiti daubing the walls. Ted is a tout. Yeah. <laughs> Again, another quick tangent. A friend of mine had like French friends over, and she mm-hmm. didn't understand why they had like you know two out. Yeah, yeah. Everything. <laughs> oh, two yes. means everything in French. Like, why does it? Why are they saying like everything in French and then out? Yeah. And they were like, no. That means something different. Maybe, maybe that's yeah. a great anarchist. Uh, yeah. <laughs> all, all the politicians out, everyone out. All two, 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 oh, two, two out. But uh, out. I remember saying like the chopper is a touch, and I don't want to speak too loudly because I know where we are. But uh, yeah. I don't know. I don't know which side was was dubbing it or whatever. But I always wonder what chopper has actually done to. I, I, well, this is a, because, because where we are, for listeners, where we are is um, on, the, on the cusp. Of um, Sandy Road, yeah. Yeah. Um, but we get like people come and they're coming to you know like uh, Engl- you know, um, we'll have like American people or French people or yeah. Spanish people or Canadians and they're coming to Ireland. Yes, They exactly. don't necessarily know all the things going on, so they're maybe sitting in here in our cafe and they've done something during the day and they've all bought tricolor flags yeah, and they're wearing yeah. them around their shoulders. Oh, yes. And that's all. And I'm I'm within the cafe. We're like, <coughs> listen, you know, doesn't you know? But like you know, if you're gonna go out of the cafe. Just, just sure go to yeah. the right. Yes. As soon as yeah. you walk out the door, <laughs> don't go to the left. You know, and it's just, I can, it's, it's sort of like a sound. Well, I, one, on Paddy's Day, uh, I brought two Brazilians uh, who are new in London, came over to Belfast, and they stayed in the hostel. This hostel is oh, uh, next door. Next door. Yeah. Uh, this is well before I knew you, like, but um, uh, yeah, so I, I sort of lost contact with them over the course of the day, as you do on Paddy's Day. <laughs> but they were, and uh, I couldn't contact them then when I got back to London for like three days. I was like, Jesus Christ. Are they all right? Well, they were staying in here, and I knew the bar across the road was like, you know, the other side. And uh, yeah. I was like, do you reckon they went in there and maybe got themselves in trouble? Like, and these things went through my head. Mm-hmm. Uh, it turns out uh, his battery just had failed and he forgot his charger. So, so it was all, yeah. all right. I think, that, uh, okay. I think sometimes if you go in, and I think, obviously it all depends on who's in and who's there and what type of, but I think generally they'll just sort of like, you know, in the turn them on their heels and send them out rather right, than give yeah. them any trouble because yeah, yeah. you know it's sort of just go out is it, this is our bar for local bar for local, local people local people nothing for you here yeah. <laughs> there's nothing republican for you here yeah. um, <laughs> Brazilian. Brazilian. Yeah, in that case, yeah, anyway, uh, Dougal takes over the uh, the milk uh, run, yes. uh, and he's really excited. He doesn't want to be a priest anymore. Oh, thanks for reminding me. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but uh, he's uh, sent off as a, like a little child on his way to his first day of school. And be sure to keep warm, won't you? Dead. Not in front of Mr. Fox. Hmm? And stay on the left side of the road. Dude, I know. <laughs> Stop it. That turns it on. That makes it go. That steers it. Okay, right. Okay. You're ready to be a milkman. <laughs> you better get going, actually. Milk gets sour, you know. 
Unless it's UHT milk. But there's no demand for that because it's shite. <laughs> I'm not in front of Mr. Fox. And, and it's just so, like, there's mm-hmm. a sort of parental sort of relationship between Ted and Dougal that uh, it sort of comes out in little little yes. morsels like that. That's true. Uh, and Ted, uh, Dougal's getting his instructions from Mr. Fox. He says, now you better get on because the milk might go sour. Unless it's UHT milk, but nobody wants that because it's shite. <laughs> that's <laughs> and that's, a, that's true. I mm-hmm. hate UHT milk, yeah. That's it's cr- Oh. You go abroad. Things you get in the, in the hotel rooms. The wee yeah. tiny, the wee capsules. Uh-huh. They're so inadequate, like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But like, if you go to places like France and Spain, like they only have UHT milk. Oh, do they? Like the only yeah. go, they don't have like you know we go and there's like a whole big section yes. of milk with it. all their milk is like boxes of UHT milk. I just like maybe it makes sense in a really hot country Aye. because. But they don't see their fridges as much as. They don't see no. As we would have like. They don't think what they, they, they do. Buying more stuff fresh, I suppose. Yeah. They do. They buy more fresh stuff. Yeah. And there's more. I'd say it's probably changing, but like. Well, yeah. I, my only experience is like I went to a holiday home in Bordeaux with my cousin's family, uh, Blonda's family actually, uh, back in you know, Scottish Rose, like, twenty sixteen. Yes, exactly. Uh, <laughs> back, back when we were about eight or so. So yeah. I, don't, I don't know that much about the culture of France, but uh, <laughs> yeah, they don't. Yeah, they don't like this. They can go into the supermarkets, the hypermarché. Um, it's all UHT milk, so Mr. Fox was right. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. well, not, not here, because we like a good proper Strathroy, like you know, good, good cream milk. But Ted uh, trips over the brick again. What's going on? Father Hackett's got very fond of that brick. <laughs> it's a great old pet for him. He doesn't have to feed it, or clean it, or take it to the vet. Suits him down to the ground. I love my brick! Ah, <laughs> uh, that's nice. Maybe we're seeing another side of Father Jack, a more caring, considerate. Ah, Fed up with break. And this time it's because uh, Jack is dragging it behind him on a, on a little uh, makeshift leash that he's made because he's now decided to adopt. His pet, he makes it into a pet. Yes, yeah. So he's. Uh, yes. I love yeah, my brick. I love my. Yeah. It's the perfect pet for Father Jack. Yes. No, it's no, there's no upkeep. No cleaning it. Well, yeah, it's like... And if he forgets it somewhere one time, you can just give him another it, brick. It'll, it'll mm. probably still be there when he goes back to get it. Like, yes. Yeah. 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 <laughs> with paper clips in it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> you know, it was his. But it's still his brick. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but he, he, he discarded very quickly, though. <laughs> 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 sick of brick! And as we, uh, as we face on him, like, when he's, mm-hmm. he's fed up with the brick, and... Uh, yeah. I think sometimes when you just think about it, like, you, you, th- you think pot mustard or... The milk float are two separate episodes, exactly, but it's yeah. actually two. It's actually the same episode, mm-hmm. so it's it's like two of your favorite episodes mashed into, into one. one. Yeah. And then you also get Jack with a brick. You get Jack with a brick. It shows you like yeah. little like insights into their characters that you would don't get in every episode. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah. You know, like there's like a sort of seg, you know, like as you said, there's like that paternal side to Ted towards mm-hmm. Dougal, which comes out a lot in different episodes, but particularly in this mm-hmm. one because this one, he's yeah. getting them ready. Like, the boxes. And then, Remember he built all the boxes up in the other road. Yeah. Yes, yeah. You know, like, I'll, I'll help you, I'll help you. And he's putting all the boxes inside and Ted Dougal thinks he's going to hit them. Yeah. yeah. Um, but he gets it lifted at the last minute. Well, that, that was a big uh, action action movie cliche where you know the yes. car speeds yes. through the, the boxes. <laughs> <laughs> so what he does is he moves yes. this perfect, this, for some reason the boxes are in a triangular formation. He just recreates a triangular formation in the other lane of the road. Yes. <laughs> so That's then the, the ones on the other side have to deal with this now. Apart from the fact he just drives through himself anyway. <laughs> yes. it's, yeah, but it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's the, as you say, it's like it's the, it's the, the action movie cliches. Like yes. how could you, but I think I read up, I was, when I was reading up, like reading on the, 
about the about this episode in the writers were basically like, you know, how could we make how could we make like another? Because Speed Two was famously awful. Yes, on the cruise ship. Yeah, it was so bad. Like that's that's good yeah. on a cruise ship. Yeah. What? Because we can't keep that fucking. Yeah. Like, just, just aim it into the Atlantic. You've got plenty of time to think. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. yeah. You'll, be, you'll be fine. You can get all these people off in the lifeboats and throw them the other way. Like. Yeah. We're gonna blow up yeah. a whole boat. Yeah. This is gonna be fine. Just yeah. Titanic like, in a whole different way. It's Titanic. Yeah. It's, it's, it's shit. Titanic. Yeah. yeah. It sank like the Titanic as it's, well, financially. It's, Boom! This <laughs> <laughs> just went down. But yeah, but like, was like they were sort of thick into themselves. How could we make a sick an, another sequel that was even crapper than Speed Two? Yes. <laughs> but they failed in the fact that it was better it than was Speed Two. Better, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was such a much. It was, a, it was so much more entertaining. Yes, exactly, yeah. exactly. Yeah. And the, <clears> it goes over. Uh, it gets a, like just the needle's just about to hit four miles an hour, and then Ted says. <laughs> Are you going four miles an hour? Not yet, Ted. And then just puts the, just puts the threat and throttles the metal and just brings it up above four. He's, uh, he's speeding down the yeah. road at four miles an hour. Barreling down the highway. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes. That's where the brick came in handy. Yes. Uh, put the brick on the accelerator to keep it at four. Yes. And yeah. The brick was a Chekhov's gun. Uh, yes. Yeah. Chekhov's gun. So Explain the Chekhov's gun then. Chekhov's gun. So correct me if I'm wrong. If you have a che- if you have a gun, if you introduce a gun in mm-hmm. chapter one, it must be fired by chapter four. Right. Yes. Okay. Right. So like, if you've introduced an yes. element, there's no point talking about like, and oh, he had a gun on the table. If it's never going to be fired, if well, it's exactly, never going to be. Well, exactly. It has to be a use for it. What's the point yeah. in exactly, the storyline? Yeah, exactly. Uh, everything has to mean something. Yeah. Well, that, the, the, this episode and the episode I just released today, uh, but they were so tight. Every every line. Mm-hmm. It meant something like every every line added uh, to a segment later on in the, sh- yes. in the show, and yes. every little element uh, just came back, and uh, just all the callback humors they were saying. Yeah. Uh, and it wasn't just callback humor; it was brilliant, brilliant story structure. Yeah. That, as you say, the brick, which started off as just a stupid brick in the middle of the floor, uh-huh. became uh, Jack's uh, pet, and then became yes. discarded by Jack, and then became the. You know the what saved the day. Yeah, the and, and the reveal uh, when they finally get through their plans and what they're going to do, and after they've already dismissed the idea of another man. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. The the reveal. We put the brick on the accelerator pedal, and he just zooms out, and he's literally just wrote his exact words on the blackboard. <laughs> yes. <laughs> after after like doing all his uh, diagrams and stuff. But we will talk about the two priests who uh, who who got on board to help him. That's the idea. It's the best we've had, Ted. Another mass. That's our best idea. <laughs> I thought the other one went very well. <laughs> Dougal needs help, not a mass. There's a time for mass and a time for action, and this is a time for action. <laughs> is there anything to be said for saying another mass? <laughs> Just a small one. Oh, God, I love saying mass. You mean his masses? There was a time uh, a few years ago we were at the Moscow Olympics with uh, Sean Dre the Roar. This is a great story. <laughs> we don't have time! It won't take a second. For God's sake, all just shut up and help me come up with a practical solution. Tea for everyone. <laughs> Father Beeching. Biscuit or cake? Biscuit or cake? <laughs> Biscuit or cake? Let's see. For God's sake, hurry up, man! Biscuit. No cake! It is a uh, it is a meet the makers one of our features. So uh, Arthur Arthur Matthews uh, played one of the priests. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's the one that actually actually conducted the mass on the on the back of the trailer. Yes. <laughs> uh, oh, so he's yes, so he's now seven four up on Arthur on uh, on Graham. So he's appeared seven times. Graham's appeared four. But uh, yeah, 
And the other actor is uh, Eamon Morrissey is his name. And I actually seen him in a play. Uh, it was brilliant. He's uh, it was a Flan O'Brien. Do you know Flan O'Brien? Yeah. It's a. It was a novelist from Strabane. He's a brilliant surrealist, a contemporary of James Joyce. And, okay. And uh, he's sort of got, getting this cult popularity again now. So he's finally getting his, his yes, recognition. Yes, like there, there are more writers mm. of that era from Ireland other than James, James Joyce. Joyce. Yeah, there's exactly. more books than the Dubliners. Well, James yeah. Joyce uh, <laughs> called him his favorite author, like so. Yeah. So, oh, right. but. Uh, there's arguments made that he invented science fiction, but we'll get back to that anyway. Uh, so Eamon Morrissey did an adaptation of One Man Show, and basically the, uh, the presentation was he was in a bar chatting to the audience as if they were sitting beside him, mm. and every so often between each story he would get up to a hatch and knock the hatch and just go, Whiskey Porter. And uh, I, I couldn't figure out what was happening, and then about five minutes later uh, a hand would come through the hatch and land a Guinness and a whiskey down, uh... and he'd tell the next story. Uh, and I asked my uncle, what, what does he keep saying there? Uh, whiskey porter, whiskey porter. Whiskey he goes porter. whiskey and a porter. Whiskey and a porter. Now you can recreate whiskey mm-hmm. with like uh, tea, tea, uh, cold tea. Yes. You mm. can't recreate Guinness. No. So he was drinking like about seven pints of Guinness a night, and he was doing like a twenty night tour or something. That would make me because I don't like I actually don't like drinking alcohol before I go on stage. Neither do I. No. Neither do I. Makes me feel very paranoid and um, I'm not focused <coughs> enough. On yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's made me lose my. And you start slurring a bit more mm-hmm. and stuff. Which and people feel it. People. People. Need it? Uh, yeah, I, I don't. Do, do they though, or do they feel like they need it rather than they actually need it? Stand up. Mean? There's a lot of people who will bring their drink on stage with them. Uh-huh. Yeah. I think it's like uh, it's more it's of a crutch. barrier. Yeah, it's a clutch. Yes, yeah. It's a crutch. a clutch. It's a clutch bag. It's a clutch. It's a clutch. It's a crutch. Yeah, because it's sort of a, it's something that you can then put between you and mm-hmm. the audience. And you've got something to uh, employ your right job hand with. Yeah. Get paid and drink. Well, darts. Oh, dark, professional darts. Yeah. Professional dart, yeah. I forgot about them. Yeah. But Eamon Morrissey was in the 7th of the 7 pints. He did it in one. Yeah. So it's like, he must have been absolutely wasted every night. Like, but. Unless he's had one of these people that had like, a huge tolerance. Well, you, you think if you have that much Guinness every night, you would put on a lot of weight. But he wasn't. He was a very thin man. And, uh, it's he, only one pint, isn't it? Hmm? There's only one pint he was doing? Seven no, pints seven. Was, or, well, well five or something. Oh, right. I thought he no, like, no. So he, every time, it was the, the, the play was like, a load of the short stories and as different stories uh, right. so every time he, he finished the story he'd get up and, tell, and get another pint so maybe, maybe not seven but like five that or something that sounds amazing yeah. because it's almost like um, yeah. if you came in you didn't know what was going on you'd think it was just a wee man at the bar who was telling you exactly, yes. stories and everybody was just wrapped when you yeah. actually know this is a play and he is playing a part mm-hmm. yes yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> you know uh, that was them, uh, and yes, they, they did their their first suggestion when they needed a practical solution was just to go to, get a tractor and drag it along beside them with uh, and do a mass. Of course, but you yeah. know what else do you do? You know, if you've been like, if you've been, you know, Duke these practical solutions. Yeah. <laughs> practical solutions, but you know, if you're a, it's you a know, um, nowadays like mm. if things go wrong. People put on Facebook, oh. we need your prayers. Yes. Yeah. Like, what about. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. What yeah, about Should we do a collection of some sort? Or, yeah. 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 The girl in the Belfast Telegraph who was like, you know, I prayed away my cancer. And you're like, that's great that you believe that. However, it's almost mm-hmm. a huge fuck off to all the doctors. Yeah, exactly. And, yeah. You know, yeah. and all the, the tens cancer of thousands of pounds of NHS like, funding yeah, that uh, yeah. you are just totally forgetting about. So it was purely prayer. Totally. Well, maybe the doctor's acting on her was an answer to the prayers. Yeah. Yeah. She just forgot that bit. She just forgot that bit. She was maybe yeah. she was like all, you know, it being you know, all the, the fame and celebrity of mm. being papped and in your front room by the photographers of the yes. bell tail. Yeah. yeah, well this is true, yeah. Yeah, you get your like, like, paper and she stuff. forgot. Yeah. You know, she had also been gone on a eighteen yes. month, you know, chemo been. and radiotherapy. She'd give the interview but the 
the journalist or the reporter sensationalized it that the, uh, the uh, Telegraph does a lot. It's, it's become a very seedy paper. Right? Well, this is not what I said. Under, under its new editorship. Father Ted Crilly speaking. It's me, Father. Bastard. Who's that? Is that you, Mustard? You got me sacked. And now I'm having to yank myself off round the clock because I haven't got any proper sex with girls. Well, if you're going to use that language... No. Don't I help. I have something to tell you. I've left a little surprise on the milk float your little friend took off me. Something to remember me by. A bomb. What? <laughs> A very special bomb. When your little friend gets to over four miles an hour, then the bomb will be armed. But when he comes back under four miles an hour, then... Sorry, I lost it there. What happens when it goes under four miles an hour? Ted gets a call from uh, Pat Mustard and he's standing in the middle of a, <laughs> yes. of a, a telecom air phone box, like the proper, the old TE yes. ones, yes. Uh, in the strange. middle of a field. Like, a very odd place to wire a telephone box. <laughs> but, it's not even in the main town. Yeah, exactly. Right. Out away in the field. In yes. the middle of the field. Yeah. Really. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, yeah, so Telecom Air, Air is now, of course, Aircom and now Air. So yes. I assume soon it's just going to be E. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But it's very really, uh, fine about the introduction to the cause that you, you ignorant bastard. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Like straight away, and it's like, <laughs> when he has to yank himself off around the clock, as he says. <laughs> this is, when, this is the part straight. of the story when the villain. You know the Goes to town, yeah. the, the, the mask has come off, and his true villainous intent. Yes, is, exactly. Is is, is revealed. Is revealed. No, no, he is yes. the Dennis Hopper with the yeah. Yes. Yeah, he is the, the when he's when he's realised yeah. the the the, 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 the thing has been on loop. Yes, like yeah. in, in, the, in, in the source material. Um, yeah, of yeah. speed. He realises that you know the camera has been looped, and they've all been. Shepherded out of the bus, yeah. at the bottom of the floor. Was it at the floor? No, uh, no, that was just Canary's. Kind of the rest of them had a platform across the door to the bus. That the bus was on the long side. Yeah. That part of the front, yeah. Uh, but like again, That's that was important. class, class uh, set piece, like. Which again, there was risk and there was. And there's a lot of mm -hmm. tension. Exactly. Yes. Yes. There were, like, I know it sounds so silly, but there actually was. <laughs> A lot of tension in this one. Oh my god, yeah. Yeah, and it's yeah. totally well, played for laughs. Yes, it yes. the music, and they did it brilliantly. And the close up, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? The close up camera work, exactly, and the, and yeah, the yeah. quick cut scenes, and you know, mm -hmm. and the, it's, you know. Yeah, he's only going up for my Yeah. But it, it does just show, like, what you can do with the power of, like, good filmmaking, like, yeah. um, yes. and yeah, right you do wonder how people are getting it wrong. Uh, Mustard dresses a lot like Jimmy Savile, doesn't he? With the medallions and the, and the... There's a Savile-esque, if yeah. Savile were... But see, that there was a bit of a, a style at the time of that, just sort of tracksuit, uh, shell suit. And also a bit Rob C. Rob C. Yes, yeah, yes, yeah. Sort yes, of yes, like yeah. string vest. Yeah, exactly. Sort yeah. of, I'll, you know, dirty mm. slob sort of thing. Slob, yeah. because Aye. he's like, as you say before, he's like the alpha male, he's the most masculine thing. Mm -hmm. Yes, exactly. Oh, and he's just has this, he's just like pure testosterone running around, Aye. all the women respond to him. Well, he's got a yes. very high sex drive, because he's been yanking <laughs> he himself off literally door flat. to door, yeah, and now mm -hmm. he doesn't have that outlet. Yeah, yeah. what's he going to do? <laughs> yeah. Well, it's just as well what happened to him, like, is what happened to him at the end of the program a result of the bomb or just a result of this pent up sexual energy that he has no way to release. <laughs> well, that's why you can hear it in the North Pole. That's why you can hear it in the North Pole. He has no that's release right. for it anymore. Yeah. yeah, you see that scene, don't you? Yeah. Yeah, well, that scene as well. I'd fun to bring up. That was the fifth uh, disrupted line in that uh, in this episode, which uh, I just I noticed it when it was going down through. Like they kept disrupting lines, so 
it was just been odd, right? It's not nothing, nothing major. I want to say, but it just. Uh, but it just creates like a. Sometimes comedy falls into what you don't say. Yes, yes yeah. yeah. You know, or what you don't get to say, or right. you know. Yeah, well, that, exactly. In that instance, it was used as a joke, in that uh, you could hear it all the way to the North Pole. And then yeah. it cuts to the North Pole. And then cuts to the yeah. is it, is it yeah. guy. Yes, didn't yes. Yeah. You hear something? Yeah. yeah, I had a flashback of that yeah. 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 So Jiggles greeted the door very very generously. And I did want to bring up, I watched it again uh, this morning. And uh, yes. there was a very very disappointed man in the audience when when the, uh, the woman at the door covered herself. Yes. Somebody goes, oh, <laughs> very, very quickly and very yeah. quietly. It's obviously an Irish audience at some yeah. point. Was like, oh. Well, yeah. <laughs> she was quite... Um, Buxom, yes, yeah. Yes, Somebody didn't get their little, uh, their little kick that they're looking for. When do you see boobs on Father Ted? Well, exactly. Like, what, what were you <laughs> really expecting? Ted and Dougal are tits themselves. Yeah, yeah, or a couple of tits. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Well, that's the thing. Like he does, because like, Dougal is completely innocent, and he has, he does not pick up at all yeah. on the fact that all these women Until the end, were yeah. greeting him in the buff. Until the end. Until the, yeah, and it, yeah, so it didn't even, and even then it was like, what was going on? Like, uh, but it's like yeah. what was the episode? And you know the episode is the nun comes to the house to help them. Oh, yes, the, the Lent episode. And, they, yes. and he's sort of saying, you know, do you remember sister such and such? And he's like, do you remember when you went to the zoo and you fell into the lion's den and had to get the no, fucking... No, no, no. And I was like, no, no, no. And you're wearing your blue sweater. Ah, oh, sister! Yeah, yeah. Yes. Sort of like that, like, what, like what, his... And there's red, there's red, there's red, there's red. Fest. Yeah. Oh, uh, yes. And he was... All the memories associative. Mm-hmm. Like what is his associative one is the associative ones are completely, but 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 completely pointless things. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we were saying how big the island was. Ted had to rush a long way to catch up with Dougal. Like, and he Dougal was in the four mountain our uh, milk float going house <laughs> to house. Ted was rushing in his uh, little Ford or whatever it was. You know, careening around the corners. Cortina. Cortina, yes. Yeah, <laughs> But it took him a right while to get uh-huh. uh, caught up with him. Oh, oh yes, the two, the two other priests, uh, they came from the Aran Island parochial house, which I quite liked. Was a touch. Oh. Uh, so, yeah, so they did actually mention the Aran Islands, which are real islands. Which is a real place. Yeah, not like uh, rugged or <coughs> craggy. Rugged or craggy. Because yeah. he, he obviously couldn't go to Dick Byrne, because Dick Byrne would... He would probably... They would have ripped him. Yeah, yeah. exactly. The last he would never hear the end of it. Or like, the scandal yes. of one of his parishioners, you know... Going around fathering lots of hairy babies. Yes. I would just. Oh like, yes. Yeah. He would use I think that. we almost like. I think sometimes it would like to be. You know, like some of um. I mean, why did Pat Mustard not go over there unless that that was already taken up by the milk board? Maybe. Yeah, mm. he couldn't because he was. I think the milk board excommunicated him. Yeah, yeah. From there, yeah. you know. Oh yeah, he was completely off. Yeah. That was him out. Well, yeah. should, it could have become a gigolo, like a gigolo. There wasn't not all options were closed These up. These women were get, also getting. If you think of if you're a housewife, you're you're getting. A regular mm. ride, but also milk. Yeah, you get the practicalities as well. It can't just be all about sex. You're getting the, no, okay. you're yeah. getting the yeah. yeah, yeah. It could ha- he is bringing the milk at the same time. Exactly. He can't yeah. just come into. The- <laughs> it would be weird if he was coming to your house just for sex. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when the the priests are coming in discussing ideas, they need inspiration. Right, there's a film. There's a film very similar to this. What is it? Uh, it's not the Towering Inferno. No, which is, <laughs> it's a film it's about totally a towering inferno. Yes. <laughs> but they watched the Poseidon Adventure instead because that had Gene Hackman in it, uh, and he played a priest, so that didn't really help him. But mm-hmm. doesn't that actually, actually, when you find out that actually, no, Gene Hackman actually played a Protestant minister. Oh, did he? He it was oh. actually a Protestant minister yeah. because there's another line where they sort of go, and he didn't even do a mass. Yeah, he didn't even he, say mass. He didn't even say mass. But it's but it's it's like the, the episode is called Speed Three. Yes. We are automatically, as an audience, brought to the idea that it's a total ripoff of slash yeah. party. Yes. Affectionate spoof of Speed, and they're like, "Oh, what's the movie? What's the film? Yeah. The Psych Adventure set on a." But maybe is that then like a sort of then also backhanded thing 
because the second speed was, was, was possibly yes. They're like thinking that, of the second uh, one. Yes, yeah. They're, exactly they're so actually, crap that they're not thinking of the, the good yeah. version. They're thinking <laughs> of the crap one that was yes. speed two. Yes. Yeah. Well, the Poseidon Venture and the Turning Inferno have to go into our uh, into our film club, film club, film. Uh, yeah, the film, film club. Yeah. Uh, but film, film. speed yes. won't be able to, of course, because they didn't watch it. So they didn't watch. <laughs> yes, they didn't watch. And uh, w- one little thing did I mention the the do it on the on the sign? I did, oh yes, yes I did mention it on the tablet, but then did on your doorstep. Uh, and yes, yeah, so it'd been censored for for Dougal because he didn't want that. Uh, but the Dougal censored or the Ted? Well, that's the question. So you don't know. Mm, that is a question yeah. actually. Well, Dougal would know to Dougal because Dougal like, Dougal doesn't Dougal probably didn't get it. Yeah. No. Yeah, he, he wouldn't know what it was. Like, uh, does he mean like, leave it on your? Like, does he mean mm. like deliver your milk? Yeah. <laughs> he takes yes. it literally. Yeah. Or maybe Mr. Fox did it because it's it's their property. He's like, oh, yeah. take this filth. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll pull through the. I don't think he censored shit happens though, which is funny. <laughs> no, because doesn't it like fall? Like you know, do you not like sort of see that? Doesn't that like fall oh, like, yes, after I've... the explosion? There's a thing yes, that sort of yeah, falls yeah. and shit happens. And yes, yeah. it falls on the brick after yeah. the brick comes down from the, the comet. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Famously invented by Forrest Gump. Yes. Um, if you watch back on Forrest Gump. Is that what happens? Yeah. There's a bit. No, for there's a scene. There's like that sort of sequence in Forrest Gump where he basically jogs from coast to coast of America oh, yes, Run, yes. and he's on, a, he's on a he's on a bridge and there's like all these people start like jogging along Run and running alongside and there's a guy yeah. s- walks into shit um, and he sort of goes he, he, he runs into shit and he goes oh shit and Forrest goes well it happens you know and it's the film sort of say that you know, Forrest was one of these people that were he inspired the bumper sticker he inspired, yes. he inspired the bumper sticker and taught Elvis how to dance and oh just like Pat Mustard taught him how to play karate taught him yeah. how to play, play karate yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes uh, I, I, I would nearly skipped over that actually just her little uh, stories about Pat has been has been telling her has been <laughs> I love that she, yeah played karate <laughs> played karate was obviously yeah that's, yeah that's the proper term if you are a karate aficionado and well, so when she was telling that, and it's all like uh, and she was so besotted, and she was to, like writhing herself all over the so back of the sofa, it's like oh. this repressed sort of sexuality. Yeah, of, you know, Mrs. Ah, Doyle. Well, for, <laughs> I think she's for the Mrs. only Doyle. one who doesn't, because he's with everybody she else. Doesn't yeah, get. exactly. She, she, how come he doesn't? Unless so, so Ted is cocklocking her all over the place. She's had clitter, clitter fierce. Yes, she yeah, exactly. that's like the female version. Right, yes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Never heard that before. Like that. Oh my God. <laughs> but maybe, maybe, depending on her age, though, because she may be past her childbearing years and she might have been. She couldn't. That doesn't stop her. But that's what I'm saying. Maybe there's no. Because other women, the, the, the proof in the pudding is in the hairy babies. Oh, the hairy babies. So maybe she is past the childbearing oh, So she's able to. I, well, have her way, have her way the without the complication of a hairy baby. I, I think I think she was still in the stage where she was looking forward to it. I think so too. So, actually, I think she uh, never got her. Yeah, exactly. Tired. She never got her. Even if, the, even if the opportunity came up, I'm not sure she would have went for it out of sort of sheer sort of I think she repression. Probably, mm. She maybe like wears like a picture of her husband on a chastity belt. Probably like, yeah. Her yeah. Hands with yeah. or like with also like you know a sacred heart. Oh yes, or something. Jesus. Uh, down her pants or something. Yeah, so, like, just sort yeah. Of, like, I imagine yeah. her to be like far more. Look, she was a, yeah. a person who, if she had been born a man, she'd have been a priest. Yes, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the same episode with the author in it. Yes. It's the famous one. That's my ultimate favorite line. And it's actually it was a it was a mess. There was even when you watch the scene back, you can see where they made a mess up. 
but you don't pick up on it when you're watching the time. Or she's going, you know, it's wall to wall with bastards in her book. You can't move <laughs> the bastards. And stick this pitchfork up your hole. Yeah. And then he's pushing her through the door in the kitchen. Yes, Mrs. Dawn, Mrs. Dawn. And now she pulled the door the wrong way. Right, right, yes. And they're starting to laugh, and then Ted was on the verge of laughing, and they got the door pushed the right way, pushed her through, and then she says, and right beside me was another one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so she's, yes. she's giving out to him about this book being all, there's all like another 50 language. shades of red. Yes, yeah, 50 yeah. shades of priest. 50 shades of, 50 shades of proper priest black. Yes. 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 <laughs> Not very, 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 very dark blue. Right? Yeah, yeah. Like that, yes. But that's, yeah, that would... So there she is giving out about that, but yet when Pat Mustard comes along and puts it in her face. Yes, She's exactly. like a wee giggly schoolgirl. Exactly, um, exactly. Of course, yeah. She complicated. I think she, I think, she, I think, yeah. It was good for the goose, it was good for the gander. She needed, I think she needed a goose. And <laughs> I think that's the problem, yeah. I think that was what the problem yeah. was. Yeah. Mrs. Yeah. Mrs. Doyle never got her, never got her it's way. It's like cardigan in her shoes and her clothes, you know. But Pat, that's what the beauty of Pat for a woman living on Craggy Island was. Well, exactly. She didn't discriminate. That's true, actually, yeah. yeah. On what a woman looked like. Exactly, mm-hmm. yeah, exactly. He, he was all about the free love. And she yeah. had a pulse and she had a pulse and she regularly paid her milk. Yeah, exactly. That's well, that's it. He was a great business model going there because obviously they that's were all buying milk. That's what I was saying earlier. I think the milk board were keeping, were covering him up. Okay, yes, 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 okay, yeah. But they weren't getting there. You get like fast forward, like, you know, like five years. So, mm. you know, when all the kids are starting school. Um, so there's like a primary one, and Craig yeah, yeah. primary school has all of these like Half kids that are still yeah, sh- there's that she have to shave before they go to school. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and that's just the girls. That's yeah, all yeah. the girls. <laughs> They're all shaving their sideboards. Yeah, their sideboards. Oh, <laughs> so that they fit in with the, oh the, 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 the non-mustard children. Sideboards. But anyway, so Ted uh, Ted gets around to putting the brick on the accelerator pedal. Yes. yes. I've got a plan, but you're gonna have to trust me. Ted. I want to be a priest again. And you will be, Dougal. It's not really your type of thing, is it? No, I don't like this job at all. <laughs> all right, when I say step off the midfoot, you step off the midfoot, all right? Just brace yourself and keep saying, I want to be a priest again. 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 Step off the midfoot, Dougal. Dead! I'm afraid you messed with the wrong milkman, Father. Well, if you don't mind, I'm off. Better get out the earplugs, Father. Because when that milk float goes up, then we'll hear it all the way to the north. Dougal says, oh, you forgot your brick. You didn't completely miss uh, the situation. <laughs> this is the point. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> anyway, he, uh, he takes it, puts the brick on, he skips the, uh, he skips the, the milk float, mm-hmm. and it goes careening into the uh, tele- tele- telecom errand phone box and uh, blows Pat Smithereens. But te- uh, Dougal is running out, and he, he takes off the jacket, he takes off the hat, and he jumps up. I'm a priest! Yeah! <laughs> 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 he tried. There's, mm-hmm. there's like a realisation that he has to Tried be a to priest. Exactly, no yeah. Like, where else is this, like, man-child going 
going to be looked mm-hmm. after. Exactly. You know, exactly. Be able it's going to be cushy life, hasn't it? It's going to be cushy says, life. It's scary out there in the non-priest world. In the non-priest world. Well, yeah. we, we have said this in the podcast before. It is the perfect little ensconced bubble for him to exist in. Where, mm-hmm. And he just knows all the other priests and, you know, they have the laugh. And, yes. Uh, you Doesn't know, he's well into his 30s, I think. Is he? Or is he? As in his 20s? I would have put, yeah, I think Arlo Hanlon would have been about 20 or 29, I want to say. But I don't think. They were necessarily being that specific with Dougal. Dougal, you know, yeah. like, I guess I say, like, my, I do have to say, like, my favourite bit about Dougal is the He-Man bed spread. Yes, yeah. It is the He-Man. The Ireland, yes. the Ireland jersey. The Ireland jersey, jersey has yeah. his jammies. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it sums them all up. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. It's, it's, it's not just a dim character. There's so much uh, fulfilment to his to his character with all that, those little touches, yeah. like, <laughs> like the, the He-Man. Like, so obviously it's, it's and big. his biggest vice is skateboarding. Yeah, or rollerblading. 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 We never see it before and we never see it again exactly yeah. you know yeah. <laughs> it's like when does he have to but like you know obviously he has he has depths exactly yeah. exactly depths to dog to doggle we, we do yeah <laughs> and as you say he realizes those women were in the nip <laughs> the women were in the nip <laughs> and at the end on the over the title credits mrs doyle is a shrine to pat with his big tool on the wall that's <laughs> <laughs> right and yes that's right yes saint pat saint pat of the big tool that's right patron saint of harry babies yes yeah oh, poor old pat so he, he got his comeuppance for just being a bit randy a bit too randy he, he, what he needed just he for the bigger populace he, he, he did. could just went to Limerick City or Galway and you know or if there were like suburbs exactly yeah. to Craggy yeah. Island it would have not been so bad because then he could have like you know stayed out of the way really what it was he should have stayed away from Mrs Doyle Ted wouldn't have got involved <laughs> Mrs. yes he over maybe like is, is mm. it like a dangerous liaison situation do you know the way in dangerous liaisons the Countess de Mertoy sets Sebastian Valmont up to be he has to his ultimate um, challenge yes. is to deflower this virginal That's wife, right. which I've is not a virgin, the, obviously. I've but seen the teenage version, cruel intentions, cruel intentions. Yeah. Or, as it's <laughs> called, or as it's called in France, sex intention. Sex intention. Avec Sarah Michelle Gellar. But uh, yeah, so overall, awesome. what do you think of the the episode? It's oh, my favourite episode. It is my favourite yeah. episode. You know, because that's my think. second one. Because what's your favourite episode? No, the, the author one, which says Ride Me Sideways, was another one. That's, that's yeah. your favourite yeah. episode as well, is it? Right. Yeah. Uh, well, this would definitely be a top five. In fact, it would be one of the stronger top fives. Because uh, it's it, a, a character in Pat Exactly, Mustard. Pat it's Mustard. It, <laughs> it sets everybody, but it sets, it sort of like looks into, you know, it, it plays on popular culture. Wow. It's got, it gives us the, the cliches, yeah. all, the, you know, all the tropes of the of an action movie. Mm-hmm. He is the villain, and he's set up. He's not real. As you say, he's not really a villain. He's yeah, just he's, a wee bit roundy. Exactly, exactly. Mm-hmm. And no one's. Was he back in nineties Ireland though? Maybe nobody. He was right. helping these poor women. Exactly. Who are their husbands? He wasn't married to them. Yeah, he was married to them. So that's what made it the punishable. Yeah, exactly. Why, yeah. Is there, why, 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 are, why are their husbands not giving them hairy babies of their own? That's a good question, David. What's going on? You know I mean? But did they have yeah. husbands? Was that not? Maybe they were lonely housewives. Lonely housewives. Desperate housewives. Although they were, yeah, they were family houses. To be fair, so. Do you know, like, why are these women living? I see. Maybe they're empowered women. <laughs> well, yeah, exactly. Empowered yeah. women who didn't care. He had the they, money. They got their, they, they enough money to pay for two pints of milk and, mm-hmm. uh, and a nice bungalow and, and a, yes. a nice bungalow in the northern suburbs of Craig. Yeah, yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And the husbands were just at work. The on the mainland, yeah. yeah on the, oh, on the mainland for the whole week or something. Yeah. Yeah. Rubbing the rigs. Yeah. 
Rigs, well, yes, yeah, so there's nuclear ships that uh, dump all the nuclear waste just around the corner from Gragged Island as well. That explains a lot. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> yes, actually, it does. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it explains a lot. Of what do you call the guy in the JR? I, I, I shot JR. Yeah, I shot JR. Yeah. Yeah. Do, yeah. do you see a lad there wearing an I shot JR t shirt? <laughs> <laughs> but then you're here. Yeah. Um, you know, <laughs> you know, he's a landmark. He's a landmark. He's a landmark. The standing and pointing at the. Oh, yeah. The stand point at the cat on a, on a record player. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Right. One of my, my favourite lines of you know, just of I love the the tunnel of goats. Could we yes. please get a nurse? A child has become lodged in the tunnel of goats. Uh, could we become also large. get another nurse because the um, original nurse has also become lodged yeah, in yeah. the tunnel of goats? So that was Arthur as well. So that was Arthur's first appearance. Is that his yes. voice? Well, that was the first episode, yeah. And that was his voice, oh, yeah. So, uh, yeah, so he, he immediately got a big head start because he went about 3 0 up or something. He so. was already starting. Yeah, mm. so Nick, yeah but this is, yeah, this is one of my favourite episodes. Uh, uh, yeah. I, think it's, I think it's one that people talk about all the it time. It is. It's one of the yes. ones that you'll hear referenced uh, without prompt. A yeah. lot. Yeah, and, uh, Even the name Pat Bustard. Yeah, it's a perfect mm-hmm. little character name and it does. It sticks with you like. Ireland has like a thing. I, Ireland has a thing. That um, I do think you know the term acute hair. Yes, yeah. Acute and Pat is acute hair. He is acute hair, yeah. Because he's playing the system, and he thinks and he's playing the system yes. while he knows that everybody knows he's playing the system, and he knows he's probably going to get away with it. Yeah. Until Ted. Until Ted's in. jealousy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, so he's acute hair, and I think he can't. And everybody knows. Everybody, especially. That's his confidence, and he's just one of those people. But this is charming charisma. Everybody knows like, in Ireland, especially in rural communities, is a cute Yeah, the boy who can get away with stuff. Yeah, he gets away with yeah. stuff and he knows he's getting away with it. Exactly. He, knows mm-hmm. it. he knows that we know that he knows that we know. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's <laughs> the thing though, that's probably the right attitude to have though, because like, unless yes. somebody does take it upon themselves to, you know, put a bombed. Yeah. Bombed milk float into your telephone box, otherwise you're going to get away with it. Exactly, exactly. These people do get away with it, especially in Ireland. Yeah, well, yeah. There's a lot of cute hairs in government. Well, yeah, that's where, that's where they all hang out mostly. <laughs> that's a whole different podcast yeah. as well. All hang out in the joil. Yeah. Uh, but with my 8% or 6% battery, I will just sum up that... Uh, don't, the, let it, don't, don't let it go under 4%. You know, <laughs> yeah, well, right, yeah, right. <laughs> I put a bomb in. <laughs> Bang! Well, if it goes under 4%, it's likely just to crash out anyway, so I'll lose the end of it. But, uh, yeah, so the... Uh, yeah, it's great this episode. Uh, one of the greatest episodes, yeah. probably, mm. top, it'd probably be top yeah. three actually. It's just so tight, everything just wraps up so perfectly, yeah. and there's an lines. It all of the characters. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Everybody and has a go in it. Everyone, everyone has a unique little story. Yes. Uh, even Jack's little story, you know, it is very little. Right but there, yeah. His personal emotional attachment to a brick. brick. Yeah. 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 the brick, yeah. Well, the brick gets a good part. Well, yeah. we'll, we'll uh, wrap it up there. Then I will just say we're on uh, facebook.com slash ecumenical matters. Uh, you can come down to the Causeway Cafe, come down to the Bell Last Festival, and see us all in action. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll put the links up on Facebook. Uh, uh, we're on the subreddit, uh, Father Ted's subreddit, where you can catch us and just uh, leave, us, leave us messages. And bless you. <laughs>